and welcome to the On Adventure podcast, the show where I talk to magic content creators to learn how magic has impacted their lives. Today, I'm joined by Quinn, one of the members of the MTG Lexicon stream group and a host of the Drowned Secrets podcast. Normally, I talk to content creators about not magic because I find while magic has brought us together, it's our shared interest. Talking not about magic lets me learn more about the person and just have a more engaging and more interesting conversation, in my opinion. This episode is going to be a little different. Quinn and I had so much fun talking about random bullshit we like to do in Commander that I was red in the face from laughter the entire recording. And we just talked about that the entire time. Um, so this is going to be, this is a bit of a different episode for those who do like the more engaging content. Um, there's not much of that, but there is a ton of just absolute laughter to be had. So I hope you will enjoy it. If you would like to follow me on Twitter, you can do so at Ludi underscore Scooty. And if you would like to support the show, you can do so at patreon.com slash looter underscore scooter. Anyway, I hope you enjoy my interview with Quinn. Hi, Quinn. How are you doing this evening? Hey, gamers. We're doing pretty good. Hanging in there, living the dream. Love that. What does the dream look like in the life of an Empress Quinn? Um, you know, that sure does change day to day, I guess. But as long as I'm like, I got food in my belly, basically, and, and the lights are on or whatever. <laughs> and uh, I can keep playing my little Magic the Gathering cards or my little video games, then that's kind of like all I'm really looking for. That is, that's certainly someone's dream. For sure. Yeah, I'm chilling. Yeah. Yeah. As long as I get to keep chilling, I'm cool with that. That's, I love that. That's, that's great. I, that's, that's fantastic. What, <laughs> <laughs> what video games have you been playing recently? Oh, fam, I am just elbows deep in fucking Baldur's Gate 3 right now. Mm-hmm. That, I honestly didn't expect to be this into it um the like whole magic the gathering set for commander legends battle for Baldur's gate extremely got me into these characters and i'm like like i didn't think i was going to be this like into the game and then i saw like literally just like a 3d model of astarion from the game and was like pointing at the screen like that's the guy that's the guy from my little cardboards that's my re exact reaction to when i would, when i saw like lazale uh Carlac and like Astarius is like, oh my god, they're the the thing, the the, the characters, the cards I play. Mm -hmm. So I'm just like, oh okay, I think I care about this game now. <laughs> what what's your character? What what character do you play? Um, so I am gonna give you precisely one opportunity to guess my characters. You're, you're race. playing a tiefling. You're playing a tiefling. <laughs> Correct. Thank you. <laughs> nice um so you got that 360 no scoped it um the class though i'm playing a druid because uh i don't know a whole lot about dungeons and dragons but the text on that said they were like elemental wizards and stuff so i was pretty into that because i'm at all times trying to be a pyromancer it's so true bestie yeah exactly so if i can like wield fire magic then i want to follow that path and uh 
Wild Shape, as it turns out, has been a pretty cool ability. I didn't expect to be as into that as I am. But mm -hmm. uh, you just change into like a giant spider and like spew webs all over shit and slow all the enemies down. Or if you're like me and trying to be a pyromancer, you can just set every room you're in <laughs> on fire with the web because that shit is flammable. I also like how you're like, I want to be a druid so I can like set shit on fire, but you don't play a wizard. The 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 the, the class that literally just casts fireball. Yeah, see, I don't know anything about Dungeons and Dragons is the thing, so I would never, like, I didn't get that far in the, like, class selection sheet, you know, Druid shows up first alphabetically. Uh, I'm being so deadass about this, too. Like, I truly do not know these things. That's... We all start somewhere, to be fair. Like, this is... I am very much looking forward to playing through this again as a wizard, though, because I read a bunch of stuff about Lightning Bolt, and I would like to cast that. Yes, Lightning Bolt, pretty good spell, as magic has taught us. Oh, yeah. I also read that Chain Lightning is extremely cool and good, and that's like hot mids in Magic the Gathering, but um, if it's good in Dungeons & Dragons, I want to try and cast that. Yeah. I mean, yeah, sure. Just throw lightning magic. Like, hot take, lightning magic is cooler than fire magic. That's the thing, is it's just fire magic pushed farther and hotter. I'm <laughs> trying to be Azula. I'm going to be an unhinged lightning mage and make all of the rudest choices possible and go zap, zap, zap where I can. Truly just the ultimate red mage vibes. It's perfect. I can't wait. Yeah. Also love how you're just like, yeah, I saw, I I read Druid and was like, this is cool. And you didn't bother to read the rest of the classes. You're just like, oh, this can, this could set things on fire. Okay, cool. I'm in. Yeah, I'm just trying to play the game, basically. I didn't want to spend like a year and a half in a character creation menu because I absolutely can and have. I play Armored Core. Oh. <laughs> sometimes you gotta just like okay we need to not do that with this game and just like actually play it that's fair I would also do that if I like didn't already know I was gonna play a tiefling bard if I played Baldur's Gate uh, I would 100% spend like 15 hours on, content, on, on character creation alone <laughs> They make it so easy to do, too. There's so many options, and you can, like, see all of your little, like, characters and the things that, like, that would change about them. Mm -hmm. It's a very deep rabbit hole to go into. Yeah. My friends play a lot of Final Fantasy fourteen, and they're all like, you should play the game. You'd love it. I'm like, yes, that's the problem. Yo, dog, <laughs> I heard you like rabbit holes. I don't think you understand how that's a, not a like that's not a selling point that's like they're like you can like customize your character to like whatever you want i'm like yes i know i'll spend like four weeks on it before i even spend play the so game much time into that part and then once you've done all of that there's like all sorts of systems and things to learn in the game that all like interlink and stuff there's uh 
I, I hear game good. <laughs> Folks have told me game good, but game you know, good. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, it might be worth looking into. Yeah, I also, I guess the good news for me not to waste all my time playing Gulp Alders Gate is my computer absolutely would not be able to <laughs> handle it. Big salutes to everybody's computer who is just <laughs> struggling along out there and the weight of just so much on your shoulders. We ask so much of our computers. It's It truly is an honor for the computer to just explode because you're trying to play Baldur's Gate. Like, <laughs> worthy Big death. salutes to it. <laughs> so how long, have you been, how many so, hours um, are you into the about, game? I'm... Oh, goodness. I had the number. It was in my head. I was just remarking that I like I spent way more time in this game than I have in uh, games previously, and it feels like really cool and also weird. Um, anyway, mm -hmm. we're like 20 something hours in, which like, nice. seems like a big number for me. I haven't spent that much time in a specific like non Pokemon game in a bit. Mm -hmm. I think usually we spend that time just playing Magic the Gathering, Lamau. That's <laughs> Fair. That's so true. You're just like, yeah, magic's my time sink. Uh, have you heard about Commander? <laughs> I, you know, I haven't. You should tell me what what's what's Commander. <laughs> oh, so, tell me on this format. <laughs> <laughs> you, should, you should tell me on this 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 thing you call Commander. Um. Okay. So you know your Blorbo from your shows. Okay. You get to pick one of them. And you build a deck around them, and it's a hundred cards. Except the the format is it's there can only be one, so you gotta like one copy of each card, you know. Mm -hmm. Except for like a basic lands, because that's completely impractical. Okay, can my can my like random Blorbo be like Joe Schmo on the street? No, they gotta be like your Blorbo from your show. So it's like um, it, it's a it's a character, you know. Um, uh, I think it's legendary. The mechanical term is mm -hmm. you don't have to worry about that though. Usually, okay. it's your like Blorbo from your show, you know. Okay, so I can play like Jace, who's yeah, the Jace most is a Blorbo. Okay, yeah. So I could okay, so I could play Jace. Cool. That's cool. Um, I mean, <laughs> hang on. <laughs> I gotta be more specific about that. <laughs> You can play one Jace. <laughs> Hold on, wait. It's... Are there more than one Jaces? Why well, am I confused? This is this is one Blorbo in your in your show. Why are there multiple Blorbo? Why are there multiples of the same Blorbo? Okay, so you know how your Blorbo shows up in different episodes of the show, and you can take screenshots of those little <laughs> like show. <laughs> You can take screenshots of the different appearances of your Blorbo in the shows. <laughs> this is basically what you're doing with um, <laughs> Magic the Gathering cards. So, you, so okay. you take like um, a screenshot of your Blorbo from when he was Vryn's prodigy, so just like, you know, as an example. Mm -hmm. and um that particular guy that that's like one episode where he showed up you know and we're just like we're showcasing that particular appearance okay but there's other like later episodes in uh different seasons where he shows up as like the mind sculptor 
Um, okay. He's not as popular in those episodes. I don't think he's uh, people like him a whole lot. Okay, but that guy sounds cool. Can I can I use him as my like dude? Can I pick him as my blurbo? That's the thing. There's um, <laughs> gotta be a special type of blurbo. Mm. There's so, some okay, so blurbos that are him- like. Why is him as, like, not the mind sculptor? Why is he a special Blorbo, but the mind sculptor is not a special Blorbo? It's a special Blorbo in a different kind, you know? Okay. They decided that the type of Blorbo that that is is more like a whole separate player in the game, and they didn't really want that in, like, the the the... the the headliner slot of this particular like deck for this format so unless it says otherwise like on the card that particular kind of blurbo we don't really want that in the command zone of course you can like ask your Hmm. friends if they're cool and maybe they'll do that so it's like writing fanfic basically (laughs) rule zero is is fanfic you heard it here first (laughs) (laughs) yeah exactly it's the same thing. If you don't like how your show ended, you can write fanfic like an adult about it. If you don't like how the game rules work, you can write your own like an adult about it. This is the greatest analogy I've ever heard for Rule Zero. This is perfect. I'm fucking nailing this. Like, holy shit. Oh my god. <laughs> Yeah, it's all about picking a Blorbo and then putting a pile of cards together that work with them. Cool. Can I just not pick a Blorbo? Can I just, like, can I just, like, play cards? Not in this particular format. In this particular Mm. format, we're really focused on our Blorbos, but there's other ways to play cards that are, like, Blorbo-less. Cool. Can I, like, just choose a Blorbo and then just not give a shit about my Blorbo? Um, I mean... That's a legal thing that you can do. Sick. I'm doing that. <laughs> I mean, all right. I guess that's kind of just like, you know, sometimes there's filler characters and you, See, I guess yeah, if exactly. you want to have I that be your Blorbo. I want to around random Joe Schmo on the street. But like, yeah. I have to choose a Blorbo. Can I like, I, I'm just going to choose a Blorbo that like Joe Schmo interacts with once and then like, that's it. But like the deck's built around Joe Schmo. Yeah, that's allowed. You can do that. He just, like, shook hands with that Blorbo precisely one time, and you can pick that guy and just, like, uh, care about the rest of the episode, but not that particular Blorbo, if that makes sense. Sweet. Sweet. Yeah, that's allowed. This is my commander deck building philosophy in general. I don't give a shit about my commander. I just play cards. (laughs) That sure is a way to end up with a powerful pile of cardboard. (laughs) No, no, no. Okay. I don't play... I don't only play good cards. I play fun cards. They just also happen to be good. Listen, Looter. <laughs> it's okay to like to smoke that loud. Some people only like mids, and that's cool too. But, like, there's no shame in liking that loud pack. I agree. But I don't <laughs> play powerful cards just to play powerful cards. I play powerful cards because they're fun. This is true. It's like, fun to look at ten cards and grab one from each type. I regret it to sure gamers. Oh, it sure is fun to cast a Traxa Grand Unifier. Man, what a Magic of the Gathering card. What a magic card. God, what a perfect magic card. 
Speaking of imperfect magic cards, which is like the opposite of Attracts a Grand Unifier, yeah. I have been looking at this stupid fucking card, Allure of the Unknown, for weeks now on my desk. And gamers, I think I'm going to cast it. <laughs> for those who don't know what Allure of the Unknown does, what does it do? All right, so Allure of the Unknown is a sorcery for a three red black, and you reveal the top six cards of your library. An opponent exiles a non-land card from among them, then you put the rest into your hand. That opponent may cast the exiled card without paying its mana cost. So it's basically a five mana draw five, if you squint. If you also, like, give your opponent the best of the top six cards in your deck. Yeah, so you just only play mids, and then you give that to your opponent, and then they're like, oh, well, what am I supposed to do with this uncommon from Neo Kamigawa or whatever? Or you <laughs> For just... a specific draft archetype that I'm doing nothing with. Good point. Okay, so what do you have a deck, a commander built around, or an idea for this card? Not really. I kind of just want to put it in a deck as like, this draws five cards and I don't care about the rest of the text on it. Like, what's the worst that can happen? I love that. I should put that card in my Anello deck. Just YOLO. I'm going to copy it even. Like, screw, screw it. <laughs> you get two free cards. Hell yeah, draw, draw ten. ten cards, whatever. <laughs> okay. Like, what's the worst that can happen? <laughs> oh, oh, you hit my, like... Oh, they choose the card too. <laughs> Oh yeah, they definitely get the best of that top five. But I was like, or top I was like six, oh yeah, no, still. that's fine. Like, I'll just like hit a, a, a like mnemonic deluge against a deck that doesn't just have an instant sorcery in their graveyard. It's fine, and they'll and I'm like, wait, they just wouldn't take the mnemonic deluge. Mm -hmm. But then I would have a mnemonic deluge in my hand, so I could copy Allure the Unknown three more times and draw fifteen cards. Now you're starting to see the appeal. <laughs> What's this, the worst that can happen? Is, I like this. I like. I love like just shitty draw spells. Like that's my shtick. I love just stupid five mana draw spells. Oh, the like pay half your life, draw four cards. You like that shit? I think. Listen, I life is a resource. That's that's a lot of life. That's a lot of fucking life. <laughs> you know what? Like I'm. I'm not dark ritual enough to like pay black, black, black. Sorry. That's fair. I respect that. I'm going to play like stinging study. Uh, that's, that's, stinging that's, study. That's my shit. That's real that's, good. Oh yeah. And it only works if you play bad bitch commanders with like the chalky mana values. It's so cool. Yeah. It's, you gotta have a payoff for your like bad bitch chonky commanders. Like a tracks. Like, yeah, I'm like out here with my literal Elder Dragon Piru the Volatile, and I'm like, Sting, study, great, I'll draw a bunch of fucking cards, and then I'll gain a bunch of life back with Piru when she hits the gain field. life back Sick. with Piru, yeah! Amazing. I, I really want them to complete that cycle, because like we have that and Majestic Genesis and the wheel one in red. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I want to see we, two more. I want to see a white one and a blue one! Like I like really one. like the red one. That's like perfectly priced. If you have a seven mana um, commander, then that is just straight up like the the going just, rate for wheels nowadays. Five it, mana. It, it is just a five mana wheel, yeah, with a seven mana commander. So you bet I can't put it in a Traxa. She doesn't need red mana. <laughs> I 
I disagree. I think I, w- I want to put Urbrask in the deck. I don't care about any other red cards. I just want all 16 Praetors in the deck. And that I can respect. <laughs> like, I don't give a shit about any other red card. Just let me play it. Like, I guess I could play on math. But, like, come on. Like, Atraxa's Grand Unifier. Like, Omnath is just a fucking dude. <laughs> I mean, he is that fucking dude, though. <laughs> We've been with him for so long. He is, he is that fucking dude. But, like, he's not that fucking dude that represents Phyrexia, is what I mean. Gotcha. He's more of just like a representation of mana in general, which is why that card is just like, build with the greediest fucking pips possible, babes. I've got you. I love that deck. That card so is so cool design. It's, it's so funny. Like, it's just like, I'm playing five color black. Mm-hmm. I built that deck. <laughs> yeah. You, you, you built mono black in five colors. <laughs> you, built, you built a mono black deck. I mean, like... You get to play like a five, like a normal five color deck, but then you're also just playing like Necropotence and like the most absurd and like Phyrexian Obliterator and shit. Like, it's extremely satisfying to land a Necropotence in your five color decks. Oh yeah, oh I, oh I believe it. I haven't done that like ever, but yeah, I believe it. I don't do it a whole lot because Necropotence is one of those cards that you gotta like. You gotta be careful with that. I disagree. You should just pay 20 life every time. You're wilding. <laughs> You're talking about... You said pay half your life to draw four cards. You... you, Why not do that and just pay 20 life to draw 20 cards? Well, first of all, because I'm not trying to die instantly. And secondly, because I don't have any cards that are worth drawing that like much, you know? But, but you advocated for Infernal Contract. That was me asking if you were into that kind of thing. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Fair, okay <laughs> you fair. were over I, here, Miss. I love a shitty draw spell, and I'm like, even this one. That's too shitty. Yeah, it's okay. That, okay, fair. Yeah, no, I, I don't. I'm, I'm just gonna yolo. I'm gonna yolo my life away. Who cares? I like a slightly less shitty draw spell though. In Pain's Reward, I love to auction oh off draw four God. cards. God, Pain's Reward is so funny. It's all there's always a greedy magic player and a petty magic player, and the greedy mage is going to do whatever it fucking takes to get those four cards. But that petty player, they will never let them draw four cards if they can help it. And it's so fun to find out who those two are and pit them against each other. Oh, yeah. I there's like there's something fun about the Wheel of Misfortune game. And then there's just the face-up fight of mm-hmm. Pain's Reward. <laughs> like, which one of you is less of a coward? Oh, man, it's so funny to watch those bidding wars pay out, because the people will really be, like, sweating. They'll be up to, like, 15, 20 life that they're offering to pay for draw four cards. And it's just, like, they're, like, looking back and forth, staring each other down, like, I'm going to keep fucking doing it. Don't you do it. And then you're just, like, 21. And then they're, like, oh, you did it. All right, well, I'm going to do it. And then they just keep going. And it's, like, you are killing each other. (laughs) worth worth 
and then you just get them with the repay in kind and now everybody's down there and you mop up yeah oh i should build i should build that deck i should build the life swap deck because that deck's so funny so i've got this copy of Astarion the decadent on my desk <laughs> <laughs> there you go there you, that's that's your life swap deck and I was just thinking about my Blorbos from my shows. Mm-hmm. And, and your Blorbos from your games. Yeah, this guy in particular, I've uh, been looking at him a lot in that silly little Baldur's Gate 3. And here he is on my desk now. And I'm like, oh, this is a card that I like have an emotional connection to with, via the flavor now. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, I can build this. And that is an appealing angle on that. But also, I don't have a whole lot of those cards just, like, available on my desk. So it's kind of hard to do the, like, cards on your desk build and also the very specific burn deck build. <laughs> yeah. It's funny because I don't... I haven't played Baldur's Gate. But I want to build a Karlak deck more than ever thanks to Baldur's Gate. <laughs> Them screenshots have Them. been plentiful and... <laughs> Gamers, if you are into women with a single horn and red skin and uh, do not give a single fuck demeanor, Carlag uh, is for you. Definitely check her out. What what weapon does she wield in game? Do you like? Uh, she uses heavy weapons. So that um, hammer that you see her with on yeah. her art is uh, probably a good option. I think I would give her a hammer. Personally, I think she's got a, an enchanted greatsword right perhaps. now. Oh, a Colossus Hammer. You're so right. <laughs> I did play against someone who had um, a Karlak deck, and their background was the, the one that when your commander attacks, it gets double strike. <laughs> I have been looking for a background for Karlak TBH ever since she showed up in-game. Like, originally, I just looked at the card like, this is a wild, powerful extra combat. Do I need that level of power in the command zone? Yes. Probably not. I probably shouldn't. And then I played the game, and now I see Karlak, <laughs> and I'm just like, maybe I do need to put her in the command zone, though. Yeah. Karlak is a card I just put in more and more decks, because it's just a really fun card to play. Mm -hmm. You get precisely one extra combat out of her a turn, but hot damn, does she make it count with that first strike? <laughs> that, I have so many people that are just like, it gives first strike too? What? Yep. Sure does. Every time, why does it give first strike? <laughs> I'm just, like, I spent five whole mana on her. What do you want spend, from me? Yeah, my five mana on-rate creature that's easy to cast that also gives me an extra combat and doesn't need to attack to do it also should get first strike. That's just fair. Exactly. Thank you so much for understanding. <laughs> She's a mythic. Show some respect. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta think up a good background for her, though. I was thinking about trying to figure out whatever, like, seems the most canon from what she is in-game, but I haven't quite yeah. put that together. And also, I kind of just am tempted by the whatever lets me smash best, which is either Sword Coast Sailor or one of the uh, black ones that I think gives, like, the indestructible. Which one's Sword Coast? Is that the one that gives Double Strike when it attacks? That one's unblockable. The Double Strike oh. one is Flaming Fist. 
<laughs> you could also just do Raised by Giants and make her a 10-10. I could, and then I'm in a gruel deck with extra combats, which is a pretty good spot to be in because you've got yeah. Xena Ghost and and company. Oh, Xena Ghost and friends. Yeah, it's just true. that whole suite of at the beginning of your combat double power, not all of that, yep. and then we're just like, good night. Good night. Let's go. Yeah, I think that's like eleven mana worth of commanders in the command yeah. zone. So if I land that, I've probably earned it. Yeah, true. True. That's so true. It curves. It cur you curve perfectly, Carlock into Raised by Giants. Oh shit! You're so right. By the time <laughs> she's got that, gotten rid of Summy Tummies, she's already to go swing as a ten ten <laughs> yeah. with two combats, and uh, probably trample because I'm a sicko. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Wait, does Raised by Giants does not give trample? No, you're just a vanilla ten. What ten ten wasn't big enough for you? <laughs> <laughs> You needed more than that? Listen, I'm just saying, if you're raised by giants, like, those giants should have taught you how to just, like, trample over something. Like, just saying. Like, that's... Maybe they were more interested in ensuring that you could uh, smash if you wanted to, but also fit in in polite society. Heavy air quotes <laughs> on that. But, like, you can choose not to trample over damage. Like, you, that's, that's a choice you can make. Hmm. Good point. Hmm. <laughs> we'll have to do some research into that. Why didn't okay. they? Who knows? <laughs> Why didn't In the they? meantime, I mean... though, I've got this very nice rogues passage. Ooh. <laughs> and just yeah. delete people. It's fine. Yeah. Or just, like, cast Teamer Battle Rage. That's a good card. We can That's do that. It's a very good card. It's really good when your commander's a 10-10 that gives you an extra combat. Oh, uh, what's the um, the the great axe? I think like sweeping cleave, the adventure half that gives double oh, strike. Yes, Cast one yes. of those. Yeah, that's an yeah. option. Yeah, you just yeah. I need to build a Voltron deck. Have you done that yet? No, I've played Commander for like seven years. I've never built a Voltron deck in my life. Wow, looter! It's time. <laughs> yeah, I, I I don't know. I I mean like. I went for, like, the first probably three or four years playing Commander without ever dying to Commander damage. Like, I just, like, people had Voltron decks at my store. They just didn't kill me with it. I just didn't die. Well, sometimes the, that happens. The only time I died to Commander damage <laughs> for, like, a long time was um, my friend had a Vish Call deck. And he equipped it with um, uh, the stupid sword, the stupid like equipment that gives you two plus plus counters if you're a vampire when a creature dies. Oh, Blade of the uh, Blood Chief. Yes, that one. And then he was like, I'm going to Toxic Deluge for three. Oh, no. And he was like, all right, cool. My commander's 38 power. I'm going to kill Looter. I'm like, okay, cool. I die. But also, I was at 23 life anyway, so like, commander damage did not matter. And just get deleted on multiple axes. I just got fucking eviscerated. So rude. Man, Vishkal is like classic Commander 2. That's... Oh, yeah. Commander 2011, damn. Sure is. That sure is a 7 mana... What is he, like a 4-5 or something? I just pulled that up. Uh, <laughs> yeah, 7 mana 5-5. Five, 5-5, five. Five, five, close <clears> enough. 
That's some legends power level right there. I mean, he gets big real fucking quick, it it's, looks like, with these. It's uh, true. Yeah. <laughs> he does have other abilities. <laughs> he sure does have other text, yeah. <laughs> and not say the same just, for cards. There's something for wholesome about, like, the old commander cards. That is true. If you come through with the Savitri Scarzum deck, like not even like the new Savitri with the Planeswalker status, like no, just like straight up Savitri Scarzum and you've got Demir Dragons, you are got like just another level of respect. You are on some other shit that I can't even, maybe Fathom. I'll get there one day. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just... aspire to those levels of power. Yeah, that's you have achieved Nirvana if you're doing that. That's that's Nirvana in Magic. Mhm, mhm, hundred percent. Like, 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 sure, you can like do the thing with your crazy combo, whatever, or you can like be good at Magic or something. But yeah, if you just build around a Legends Commander and you're like, yeah, th this is this is my Jedi O'Janon deck. I'm sitting down with my Lady Orca deck. What do you want from me? <laughs> That's, that has achieved magic enlightenment right there. Oh, yeah. You're on another level, and I will see you there one day. <laughs> I won't. I'm too busy playing good commanders. Yeah, cards that draw cards in the command zone. Okay, listen. Anello does not draw cards in the command zone. I... You sure? <laughs> Anello, okay. You feel opinion. like maybe bad example. Bad example. sure you feel like maybe <laughs> bad, like getting that bad, casualty, bad, that free fork, bad. isn't just like drawing and casting the fork. Bad example. Um, um. Wait a minute. Hold on. Wait. Do I have a commander that doesn't draw cards in the commit? Hold on. No. <laughs> Hold on. Surely I have a singular commander deck who's uh. Commander, hold on. Surely, surely, please. surely you have one who doesn't. Uh, oh God! I'm just thinking so about the ones spot. that I've seen. We've got I've Henzi. Seen... Nope, he draws cards. I took, I took apart Henzi. You kidding me? I can't play a Henzi deck. Like, I, uh, uh, absolutely not. Yeah, you did so good with just like normal ass cards. They weren't even like like straight gas it was literally just like pre-con to your cards you were slamming us around with oh no that's not the reason i can't play Henzi. but like you know he murdered my wife like you can't you can't you can't do that that is also a thing that happens <laughs> i'm over here like a game mechanics yeah no, yeah, no. that was that was a, a very powerful weapon in your hands oh, no. that was a very like, fun no, thing he to play. killed my wife <laughs> Yeah. Like, this is a very fun deck to play. The Hendy deck was very fun. Um, oh, uh, no, wait, never mind. Hold on. Okay, does Reanimator count? Does that count as drawing cards in the command zone? I don't 100% think so, except okay. for, like... You know how Archon of Sun's Grace, when you like cast an yeah. enchantment, you get a free Pegasus, and it's kind of like drawing a two-two Pegasus with a zero in the top right sure. corner. Yeah, it's sort of like that with certain cards that are Reanimator, like um, 
I don't know, uh, a two with first strike and Mardu colors. Oh my God. Okay, fine. What about Grisilda? Does she count as drawing cards? I think she might be the one that doesn't draw cards. What does that card say? She, uh, she is the, the unfinity. She's the, the uncommander that, uh, mashes two creatures to together to just combines them in graveyards to just uh, put them into play and just get their combined stats and abilities and everything you know what gamers i don't think that's card draw in the command zone we oh, got no, we there did it. we did it <laughs> i have a single deck it only took you getting cards. all the way down the list damn near yeah, yeah it's fine grisilda's really funny though that's she looks very funny. I wanted to see one of those in action. Yeah, I have done absolutely disgusting crimes with that deck. Um, like I have, uh, I have combined a uh, bloodthirster with uh, with devilish valet. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. The authorities would like to know your location. <laughs> I have a seven. What? What's wrong with me having a seven nine, flying trample, haste, menace, bloodthirster that doubles its power whenever I play a creature that gives me an extra combat when I hit a player? Like I don't see what's wrong with that. There's quite a bit wrong with that, and we don't have time <laughs> to get into all of that. But let's okay, su- I, let it suffice to say <laughs> that you will leave a trail of bodies in your wake. Uh, well, I did uh, when I when I did that. I also had a myriad creature in play, so yeah, I d- did. Um, Looter. I did do that. <laughs> you know what's that also funny? Kills people. <laughs> you know what's also funny? Melding um melding uh 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 bloodthirster with with a with with a uh, a creature with myriad. That's also really good. Oh yeah, three bloodthirsters. That seems good. No no no. It's it's a lot more than three. It's I win. Oh well, okay. It's not tech. It's, it's not I win, but like it's three bloodthirsters, it's and then lot. it's like nine bloodthirsters, and then it's like more bloodthirsters than I care to count. Yeah, it's yeah, a lot of games. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> sure does. Yeah, that's uh, that's disgusting crimes. The other funny thing that I've done is uh, is I've uh, combined Carlac with Slicer. I just had to take a second to process the level of just sheer bloodlust that you have to be on to put those two cards together. The amount of just violence I want to cause, yes. A looter said, we're in for a short game tonight, baby. Buckle up. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. Listen, I like committing just heinously violent crimes in Commander. That's like my whole shtick. I'm going to fucking combat. We're going to fucking bomb that. You're gonna die. <laughs> it is the best part of the game, so that's appropriate. It's it is it is a good it's a good it's a good part of the game. It's a it's a fun part of the game. I understand if it's not the best part of the game for you. It's not not the best part. I'm sure but that's it is like a good part. you know seeing more cards or whatever. I was say, I do like the draw step. I do really like the draw. If there's one thing I like more than the combat step, it's probably the draw step. Understandable. Personally, I think I'm more of an end step kind of person. That's where I get a lot of those, like, uh, you know, did you deal enough damage to these people? All right, here's something. 
Mm. Like, um, my guy Ludovic, he's an end step trigger. Man, I like that one a lot. Ludovic's <clears throat> a fun guy. Too bad like... he's just like completely outdone by his creation. <laughs> Unless you're trying to be a conniving little shit stirrer, <laughs> which I... I am usually trying to be. <laughs> True. That's true. You, you I would are like little... to encourage you all to deal damage to each other because, one, I crave blood, but also that's less work that I have to do reducing your life totals if you all do it for me. Mm, good point. Good point. We all get cards out of it, though. We're having fun together. <laughs> do you play Slicer in your Ludovic deck? I don't. That deck hasn't seen uh, an upgrade in, like, a bit. It's kind of the, like, oh. I got really, like, the slots are all really tight, and it's hard to make changes at this point. So unless they drop, like, a really fucking good devil or something, then we probably won't see new cards in there. Oh. Or if they print another, like, um, rune flare trap kind of card, then that might get added. Like, we added the uh, unquenchable fury enchantment from i think neon dynasty commander yeah i mean what is this card do again uh you enchant a guy and it's got the rancor clause so if it falls off it'll go back to your hand and then whenever that creature attacks it lasers the defending player for the number of cards in their hand holy shit so i'm just like yeah you've been drawing off that rhystic study there buddy take nine. Oh. I need to put this card in a deck. <laughs> yeah, I always try and play something like that in decks because there's there's always a greedy mage like I was talking about earlier. There's always one. You gotta laser him. You gotta have your rune flare trap. You gotta have your sword of war and peace. You gotta have your sudden impact. You gotta have your price of glory. Just burn him. Burn him down. <laughs> something to, yeah. You gotta punish the greedy players. It's By the way, it's me. I'm the greedy player. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I'm telling you, please stop me. Like <laughs> You gotta stop her, folks, or she's just gonna draw all those cards and then she's gonna have answers for those things and you shouldn't have let her get that far. Yeah. The I just like <laughs> I don't know what it is about me and building decks, but I just always happen to turn games into Arch Enemy. And I think that's a problem. It's only a problem if you don't enjoy the experience. And That's... you revel in playing Arch Enemy. You love that shit. I do. I I was just in absolute delight when we played the other night. <laughs> I was just like, all right, I got to get this big bonk early because Atrax is going to come down and she's going to start gaining you some life. So I'm just like, I get in there and I hit you for fucking 10 commander damage. <laughs> and I'm like, and sure. Immediately okay. after that, you draw a shit ton of cards with Atrax and dump like 30 mana worth of permanence out or whatever. We're definitely exaggerating, but it was a lot of game actions. You saw a lot of cards. <laughs> oh, yeah. I almost decked myself that game. I was like under 30 cards when I, when, when, when. We've got food chain comboed. Yeah, it was actually like a real like option. If we didn't have another way to answer you, then the mill game plan like legitimately was on the table. Yeah, I was like ready Magic to be like, I'm gonna cast tracks and I'm only gonna put like one card in my hand. Just to keep the others <laughs> in my deck. <laughs> and now you gotta rip all those cards every time. <laughs> you know what? That's true. That would be so uncharacteristic of me to just not. Cast tracks and just draw the library shit, babes. You gotta take it's, a feel great take, every take time. Take a feel great, yeah. You always do it. 
I played with a Sylvan Library once and like that literally I had never played for that <clears throat> with that card before then, but I'm always yelling take eight, feel great. And the one time I did play it, every time I'm like, all right, we're gonna rip that eight life, draw these cards, didn't even look at them first. Oh yeah. And it was the correct game action every time. I the first time I played it was in a CDH game and I literally paid 32 life off the card. Nice. cards is just it's really good even fun was i already had timna in play like i didn't need to do, to do that i was already drawing cards with timna but you i was like you know what more. yeah exactly like <laughs> you gotta if draw I dig all even the deeper then i'll find the better cards mm -hmm. that's just how that works yeah if you have more cards in hand that's just objectively better than having fewer Mm-hmm. I'm nodding sagely. There's also a very like demonic version of me behind me that's nodding evilly, like, yes, draw those guys. I'm holding just a grip full of hand hate. <laughs> what okay, is Rune Flare Trap your favorite like hand hate gotcha card? I think it might be Unquenchable Fury, actually, because you can see that coming from a mile away, but I will do it every turn until I can no longer do it. And I think that's a bigger threat. That, yeah, that's definitely a bigger threat. It's definitely... like, every time it falls off and I put it back in my hand, they're like, you get to do what? It does what now? I'm just, yeah, it's got that Rancor text, the Fury. It's unquenchable. It's unquenchable. Hatred outlives the hateful. You love to see it. Mm -hmm. I do really like Rune Flare Trap, though, for that just one red mana laser, that greedy mage. It feels <laughs> so good to get them with it, and it's such a striking foil. Mm -hmm. How many, wait, how many cards do they have to draw for you to activate the trap card? I think it's just three cards. Oh, that's like nothing. Exactly. So if somebody's yes. if somebody's hitting that Sylvan library, somebody's activating that one ring, You're zap them. Even if they hit the Sylvan, even if they don't pay the life, they've still activated. Your they've trap still card. drawn three cards. Rah! <laughs> Get them. Oh. Yeah, I unquenchable fury. The first time you cast it, though, it's definitely a surprise. It's definitely like, oh, shit. Yeah, they definitely don't see it coming, and then you go to that combat, and then you laser them for a lot, and then they're doing everything in their power to remove the creature that's wearing Unquenchable Fury. And then they remember the Rancor Clause, and it's just like, you keep getting them, and they're like, okay, I have to spend mana on removing that specifically. And you know what? It I'm fine with matter. that all day, because Wait. I've got other bangers in my hand. Yeah. Oh wait, does if oh it's only when the enchanted creature dies does it come back? It doesn't come back. If... I think it's when it goes into a graveyard, like wherever. But they have to like exile to, that specifically. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. It's extremely I'm... cool and good, and I think more people should be trying to hate on people's hand sizes because card draw is so good. That's it's why I'm like so good. pretty into those orcish bowmasters. Like, listen. I know. I know. But also, card draw is extremely fucking good, and someone has to say, stop it. Yeah. 
And like the mean way to say stop it is with cards like Narset and Sphere of the Labyrinth. But the fun way is just saying, okay, you can draw those cards. I'm just going to kill you for it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I had a friend who had that um, that new demon who's like, play a card, draw a card, and lose a life. And uh, I was, I think it's oh, like oh, Infernal the, the, Sovereign. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <clears throat> and so he plays that and then uh, plays in like a land or something and puts that draw a card, lose a life trick on the stack. And I'm just, I'd like to respond to that. <laughs> Oh, flashing no. those Bowie boys, and then he was just like, "Oh, oh no, <laughs> yeah, yeah." It feels that so good. Sure is get him. And you definitely did not kill the demon, by the way. Like you shot the face, right? Absolutely, did not touch that demon. I'm so content for you to pay two life and draw those cards. I'm just gonna keep making you pay for it. Yeah. I'm also, getting a large, large out of it. Like that. That's a big boy right there. Bowie boys are real good, y'all. That's very true. Um, the first time I played against it was with L. Uh, I was playing my Alesha deck. And I was like, I had like a board of tokens and shit and a Timna. I was like, I, I'm going to hit like three players. I'm like, I'm going to put this Timna trigger on this deck. She goes, I'm going to respond. I'm like, God, oh, please don't no. flash your Bowmaster. So like, please, I know exactly where this is going. And I hate it. She's like, I'm going to flash this Bowmaster. I'm like, yep. cool, I'll draw zero cards. <sighs> you love so to I see do, it. I just lose my Timna and my freaking plot artist. And I hate it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <sighs> Oh man, music to my ears. Love to punish card draw. Yeah, I like. Listen, I'm cool with you punishing card draw with me getting like dinged for damage. Don't touch my board. Like, come on, come on now. That's just rude. I mean, yeah, it is just rude, but I'm gonna do it sometimes. I'm not apologizing. <laughs> the, more, the more rude thing that potentially happened that game i don't remember if it actually because this is a while ago is someone else drawing a bunch of cards and be like all right cool i'm gonna shoot looter shit i'm like bruh bruh yeah that's rude that you're out here catching strays for somebody else's sins like no that sucks okay granted like i'm always committing crimes in commander like you know this like this is true but still every once in a while you're not personally responsible and have to focus my attentions elsewhere (laughs) <laughs> that's true so true bestie you should not always attack me and you get like one or two turns off and in that time you get to develop your villainous plot or whatever and then yeah we'll try and push you off that hill again such as the order of <laughs> things it's too late by then <laughs> once i got the thing it's too late you know we have to try i also love how you 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 used to be just the I, at- I only attack the player with the highest life total, and then I just abuse the shit out of that. <laughs> you sure did. And then I'm just like, all right, recalibrating. <laughs> be like, okay, I can abuse it by just like dinging myself for damage, and then just being like, I'm at 38, they're at 40. Like, you can't hit me. Mm-hmm. Out here <laughs> trying to take advantage of the programming. I'm just like, all right, well, I'm going to have to rewrite that program. Okay, if, now if that we've adjusted a... those parameters, I think we can attack you for being cheeky. Yeah. If there's one thing I know how to do, it's it's how to abuse rules and loop and find loopholes. Oh yeah. Love to just like get intimately familiar with the rules. So I'm just like, ah, that means I can do this. Yes, exactly. The amount it's of bullshit cool and good. 
it's the amount of bullshit I've done because of being able, like knowing the rules and knowing how to do stupid shit with the rules. It's very funny. It's very funny. <laughs> Every time I like do something with a sacrifice trigger on the stack, I feel just like <laughs> such a pro fucking gamer. <laughs> Just like here's my Kroxa. Uh, we'll resolve your like discard trigger. I'm gonna eat whatever you have in your hand, and then before that trigger resolves, I'm gonna cast a nasty end as an additional cost. Sacrifice that legendary creature, Kroxa. I'm drawing a shit ton of cards. cards. I'm feeling real good about it, and I'm just like, man, my brain is galactic. I am so smart. I am the best at Magic the Gathering. Yup. And then I've had people like literally rage quit on me for fucking doing stupid shit, like turn my own Magus in the Moon into an elk with Oko. Because, mm -hmm. uh, you know, this is back when Oko was legal. And I was playing the, the stupid four color snow deck that just played Blood Moon and Magus of the Moon because Arkham's Astrolabe is a funny magic card. Um, and <laughs> my opponent was playing Jund. And they had a they had a Bob and a Renin Six in play. That was at three loyalty. I'm like, I'm like, well, I kind of want to kill this Renin Six, but I don't have anything like Bagus is my only creature artifact. I'm just gonna turn it into an elk and punch the Ren. And they just look at me confused because they're just like hard locked out of blood. Or just like their lands are all mountains. They just look at me confused. They're like, okay, Ren dies. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Pass turn. On your end, someone abrupt decay. Okay, I'm like, no, you're not. Your lines are mountains. You hate to see it. <laughs> they were so mad. They were so mad. <laughs> that one layers... in particular is such a tilting interaction. <laughs> that one. Oh yeah. I. If you're not familiar with that one, yeah, I, their reaction is 100% justified. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, you think you're fine. You think that that doesn't do the thing anymore. And then yeah. the looter comes and pulls out the fine print and just, yeah. they, like, um, actually. Yeah. They were, like, confused when I targeted it. Then when they attacked, they were like, oh, okay, I guess this makes sense. You're just giving up your Magus to kill my Ren. Sure, I guess this makes sense. And, mm -hmm. and I was like, no, I'm not giving up my Magus. You better draw that lightning bolt, dude. <laughs> this ain't dying otherwise. Oh, man. Yeah. That elk that was... is so big too. You like three three elk. Yes. Okay, that's fine. And then you're actually like staring down a three three elk that's beating you to death every turn, and you're like, "Why is it three? <laughs> Why not? Because it's it fucking beats me. What did they put yeah. in the water in Eldraine? I want some. I want what? Yeah, that's true. You like Emery? She's cracked. Emery's cracked. Like a really good card. Um. Yeah. I, they didn't have to make her like that, but thank you for doing it, I guess. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Thanks. God. I'm so stoked for Eldraine, though. Like, mm -hmm, baby. Mm -hmm. It's about time for a set to fuck up standard again. I'm ready. That's what I said. <laughs> <laughs> Standard's been too stale. Like, we need to just, like, absolutely fuck shit up. You know? Arise, my nightmare plane. <laughs> it's time for you to do your dark work again. It's just the, I love how Eldraine goes from this like happy fairy tale line to just unimaginable horror thanks to everything 2019 Eldraine did. <laughs> Fucking everything dying to stomp. 
everything dying to stomp and can't attack through a 5-5 five five that costs 3 mana and is gets elked and then like... And this is like early in the game too, so you know they had two stomps because they're playing Lucky Clover. Because they're playing Lucky Clover, yup, 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 yup. And then they also draw five cards when they cast their Bone Crusher Giant because lol, Edgewell Innkeeper. Oh man. <laughs> But but wait, Edgewell Innkeeper is bad because it dies to stomp, so it's fine. Man, I love that deck. <laughs> also did too. <laughs> played so much Rug Adventures. <laughs> yeah, I'm out here with the like Teamer Adventures Lotus Breach pile and just mm, man, mm. I miss those days. <laughs> yeah. But that's why I you build it in Pioneer EDH like an adult. Time, uh, because of a it's Oh, Fair. you like missed that deck, so you went back and built it in Pioneer. Oh no, 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 no! I, I, there's a Discord I'm in that does like a league for a different format every like few months, mm-hmm. uh, and the past three ones have all been modern, uh, which I've I've won two of the three, by the way. Because <laughs> nice, sure, yeah, W. And I've never played Pioneer. And then this, the one they announced was like, "Hey, we're gonna do this one for Pioneer." I'm like, "Sure." I've never played Pioneer in my life. I like kind of sort of know-ish what decks are good in this format. And I literally just asked in the Pioneer channel, hey, what deck should I play for this league? <laughs> literally just... I just and somebody's just it. like, here, play Lotus Breach. And you're like, sick, perfect, thank you. So, someone did say that because I do like playing... Because I'm known for playing Living End in Modern in this mm-hmm. Discord. So they're like, you should play the combo deck Living End. Or you should play the, the combo deck, which is Lotus Breach. And then, like, some other people, like, suggested stuff. They're just like, you should play, like, Attracts and Neoform. Or, uh... So some other people gave suggestions. I don't remember everything. And then I looked on Goldfish, and I was like, oh, Grease Fang is a deck. I'm playing <laughs> Grease Fang, baby! I love that deck so much. It's, it's so cool. <laughs> it's so funny. You're just like, I'm gonna put this Parhelion the second. This card you you never cast for Helling the second like that actually cast not it, true. it not not no no sorry not you I know you I am certain you have you, the royal you okay <laughs> you the listener have not cast for Helling the second um I'm just like I'm fucks. exactly the kind of bitch to hard cast for oh, yeah. to prove a point oh, I knew you are I once was borrowing a friend's deck and they had for Helling the second I just cast it. Mm-hmm. And then the next turn, I drew Karn, the Great Creator. I'm like, well, I'll turn my Pirelli the second into an 8-8. Nice. Perfect. <laughs> and then you just bonk every turn after that. And you're making, bonk. like, 8 power in the air. Like, get wrecked. Oh, yeah. It was amazing. But yeah, Greasefang's sick. And I'm top 4 in that league, despite not playing Pioneer, like, two months ago. Well, that's just being good at Magic the Gathering and playing a good deck, I guess. I listen. I'm not good at magic. Come on, like. All right, directly to bed with you. Absolutely fucking failing that deception check. I okay. I, well, that's that's fair. I I max my stats in charisma, not deception. Yeah. Well, so I don't actually know how that works. I think that's based on the same stat. They, they are in the background. The joke. <laughs> that's the joke. Okay, good. Thank you. I don't go to Dungeons and Dragons. (laughs) 
<laughs> I have played one session of D&D. Okay, I've played like half a campaign of D&D because it got cut short for COVID. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Um, but I'll give you like the one guess as to what character I played, what my character was like. I mean, so fucking tiefling bard. Yeah. <laughs> of course I played tiefling yeah, bard. Of course it is. Of course, of course I played a tiefling bard. I've, my character formed a fucking harem with every woman she met in a tavern or in. Like, of course. Yeah. <laughs> like, who else am I going to play? Listen, we know what we're about. Yeah. That's uh. exactly, that. that's, that's all what I'm about. Like, it's, if the game's going to let me do that, I'm going to do it. Like. I respect that. You saw what you yeah. wanted and you went and got it. <laughs> I fucking got it. Yeah. Just the, when I was building my character that my, like, the DM was like, okay, so like what are you, because he's like, how because I was like, I don't know how to build a character. He goes, the first thing I got was, I want a max in charisma. He goes, oh, okay. I see how this is going to go. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, oh, great. You're going to ruin everything out of combat. Just like every bard's going to do. <laughs> like, correct. Smooth operator. Yup. Not so subtle, but very smooth. <laughs> yeah. That's it's like... extremely satisfying to win every check outside of combat, though, is the thing. It's, Sorry. It... It really is. It's really satisfying to just be like, I roll. I'm going to roll for this, you know, charisma check or whatever. Mm -hmm. uh, and they're like, and I'm like, yeah, but I just have like so much extra bonus because lol, lamau. <laughs> I don't care. You're just like, I'm going to roll <laughs> this can... die, but it literally does not matter what I, yeah. I roll because unless I crit fail, I will pass this. Yeah. I just need to not crit fail. <laughs> like, I just need to not roll the 5%. It's so easy to not roll a one, right? All you have to do is not roll a one. <laughs> Bears, we are tempting fate. Yeah, that's some fate tempting. I played enough Pokemon to know if it ain't a hundred percent accurate, it's fifty percent accurate. Motherfucking thunder will never hit when you need it to. <laughs> Zapping oh. all of those fucking random battles all day with no buffs or anything, but the second you try and make that count in the gym or anywhere else, you will miss. Fucking thunder, fucking focus blast, like, uh-uh, uh-uh, that shit, missing all the time. Hell, even like my Palkia click space run, that's a 95 accurate move, and it's just like, yeah, I'm gonna miss, and I'm like, fuck. <laughs> If you miss a ninety-five percent accurate move, I gotta just like take a walk. And then, and then, and then, like their Draco meter, which is ninety accurate hits, and then just fucking murders your palkin. You're like, why am I playing this game? Oh yeah, you definitely just like, all right, well, you know what? <laughs> Maybe I don't need to be playing this right now. <laughs> okay, granted, I play. So I'm like big into like competitive singles in Pokemon right now, mm -hmm. and my <laughs> go-to tier is. Gen 1 OU. And let me tell you. Alright, tell me about these broken old school Pokemon builds, I guess. Okay, what was so, the hot so, thing to do back then? Okay, so the I'm not even gonna tell you like what's like 
the Gen 1 OU meta, I'm going to tell you there's a stupid mechanic called the 1 in 256 glitch, which this is a programming error in red, blue, and yellow that 100% accurate moves will miss 1 in 256 times. Oh, so like Swift, 1 in 256 will miss? Swift does not because it's... It's perfect accurate, but like Thunderbolt, which has just 100% accuracy. Oh, okay. That has a one in 256 chance of missing. Today I learned there's a distinction between perfect accuracy and 100% accuracy. Yes. <laughs> yes. Because perfect accurate moves beat out, like if you get evasion buffs, perfect, ac- like Swift and Friends, like Aerial Ace and whatever, they beat out like. You know, that black and white image of the guy who's like got his arms folded and then his arms above his head and it's captioned, (laughs) I guess. I'm posting that right now. Fair. But yeah, so Thunderbolt has a 1 in 256 chance of missing. Um, (laughs) I hate that. (laughs) Yeah, it's... It's even worse when you miss Explosion because you still die. That's really bad. Do people so... use that? Oh yeah, people use explosion. People like explosion and self-destruct are really good because before generation five, they have your opponent's defense stat in their damage calc, so they're basically five hundred power. Holy shit. Yeah. Well, okay, except in Gen 1, because in Gen 1 self-destruct is only 130 base power and self-destruct is 170 or Self-destruct is 130 and self-destruct is 170, but like they still have the doubling mechanics. So they're still better than current self-destruct and explosion. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they're like really good tools. Also like Pokemon are just a lot bulkier in Gen 1 anyway. So just having this just like de- like just delete button is pretty good. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, Gen 1 OU will tilt you off in the face of the sun. Um, like, it's so fucking tilting. And yet I'm just like, I'm gonna play it anyway, because it's funny. It's funny. I mean, I guess some people like spicy food. Yeah. (laughs) There's so many just fucked up mechanics in Gen 1. Like, crits, your crit rate is determined by your Pokemon's base speed stat. So, like, Tauros and Gengar, which have 110 base speed, have a 21.6 crit rate. That seems pretty good. They crit over one-fifth of the time. I feel like that's probably pretty useful. <laughs> it's pretty good, yeah. That seems decent. It's really dumb. I'm so glad that there are other avenues which people can, like, get the same, like, levels of depth of nerddom as, like, yeah. we can get about Magic the Gathering. Like, yep. It's always fun to look at like uh, a different subculture who's exactly as deep into nerddom as you in a thing that you yep. know absolutely nothing about. <laughs> yeah. I love like friends talking to me about like flesh and blood. I'm just like, I've never played this game. I probably never will. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about, but you sound like you're having fun explaining this to me. So I'm going to like sit here and nod and listen and pretend like I know what's going on. Yeah, I like to watch my friends flesh and blood streams every once in a while. And I'm just like, wow, these cards have pretty art. (laughs) True. True. Magic cards, flesh and blood cards, Pokemon cards have pretty art. Yeah, I'm really into the foiling on Pokemon cards too. Like I, yeah. just the way that everything shines is so cool. It's so pretty. 
much better than magic foils, which are just whatever. You know who else got some pretty foiling too is Yu-Gi-Oh. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got this in my hand currently, the Fish of the Deep Beyond, and it's this like amoeba looking guy, and it's just like this sparkly galactic like gelatinous thing and it's a very pretty art piece and also a wild powerful monster that i love i just love Yu-Gi-Oh card names like just fish of the deep beyond well they spell it g-h-o-t-i like the joke because like phonetically you can pronounce that fish even though it's spelled goatee but it's yeah. sure yeah the text of it is goatee of the deep beyond but you fish of the deep okay. beyond okay like sure. yes Yu-Gi-Oh. thank you we get it thanks 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 Yu-Gi-Oh. thanks <laughs> meanwhile pokemon cards are just like this pokemon <laughs> from the game <laughs> like okay cool well but sometimes it's ex this pokemon oh, from that's the game. true or it's dialga and palkia holy shit they have meld cards I, I don't know. They probably do. That'd be so funny. I I mean, maybe they don't have meld cards, but they might have, like, team-up cards. Like how, like, March the Machine has team-up cards. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. I don't know. I haven't played Pokemon in a decade, and I definitely played it wrong as a kid. They, I think, just put the Pokemon TCG on Nintendo Switch from, like, the, the Game Boy Color one. Or <laughs> Game Boy one. one. The really old, like... Game Boy game of Pokemon TCG is on the like Switch Virtual Console now. Amazing. So you can get in there and play some old school Pokemon if you want. It's real good. Or or I could play Pokemon Stadium. Because I know that's also on. That is also up there, which is uh really cool, except for the fact that I don't think you can import Pokemon from other like you there's cannot. nowhere to plug in your Pokemon yellow cartridge. That's the my like main problem with it is the whole like point of Stadium. I thought was to play your Pikachu from your fucking Blorbo from your shows to play him in the big one. I mean, like, I hope I assume they'll eventually be let you do that. I hope. Oh, there uh, we go. I think we're back. Everything just okay. like froze for a long time for me. Okay. Cool. Great. We love computers and the internet and everything. They're so cool and good. They're so working perfectly until you need them to, and then they don't. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So true, bestie. A 100 emoji. Yeah. Yeah. Just... <laughs> We'd love a good anyway, little technical I was complaining about Pokemon Stadium. Um, yeah. The whole point of that is to play your Blorbo from your shows on the big screen, right? <laughs> and you can't do that. You can't play your little Blorbos. That's so sad. You could play the Blorbos that the game gives you, but that's no fun. Yeah, they don't have the nicknames or the right stats or movesets or whatever, yeah. probably. That's, it's funny, the like, first Pokemon game. It is kind game. of a barrier to entry, but yeah. it's still probably fun. Probably. I don't know. I have I haven't like touched my switch in forever. <laughs> I'm too, too busy, busy magic. out there playing magic, being gay, and doing crime. Yeah, except you 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 understand me. Oh yeah, I'm well familiar with the um, 
lifestyle, I think they call it. <laughs> the lifestyle of me. Be gay, do crime. In parentheses, be sad and crying on the couch. <laughs> oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Illegally sad. <laughs> Illegally sad. <laughs> no, the crime is that I'm sad. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's why you're sad illegally. Yeah. <laughs> okay. oh Absolutely <God>. ridiculous. <laughs> That's stupid. The math almost <laughs> checked out, though. It did it. Listen, almost. I no no I'm questioning that all like was it almost there? Yeah, it was almost there. We're reaching. It's like a Michael Jordan at the end of Space Jam reach, but a reach nonetheless. I, I didn't Michael Jordan make that shot though. Yeah, he made that shot, and so did we. <laughs> I, um, you, okay, you know what? Sure, I'll I'll give it to you. You got it. You're so true, bestie. Like hell yeah, there you go, nailed it. <laughs> See, oh you just gotta God. say it with your chest. Uh, yeah, cause yeah, uh huh, sure, <laughs> cool, <laughs> noted, good, noted. Life lessons from Quinn: just say it with your chest. You would be surprised how often that works. I get away with more things than I probably should. You know what? I, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Having done that, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Turns out, if you just kind of have confidence, or even just fake confidence. You can get away with a lot of bullshit. Oh, yeah. Somebody's asking about threat assessment, and I'm just like, I have no idea, actually. But here's the thing that benefits me and is maybe tangentially beneficial to you. You just say that with your chest, and then they're like, huh, yeah, that's a good idea. And immediately afterward, my conscience kicks in, and I'm just like, well, don't listen to me. I don't have your best interests at heart. Yeah. That's, like, my thing is I am, like, so, so – I talk so much in, like, threat assessment, like, conversations – and I'm just like, in my head, I'm like, you should not listen to me. But also, like, please listen to me so I can win this game. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, it's sound advice. It just helps me a lot more than it helps you, probably. Exactly. And it also, like, sounds like a good deal. Like, that's the trick to, to getting people to do what you want, is you have to make it sound like it's something they want to do. I mean, it usually is. It's just, yeah, I want it more. <laughs> I want it more, Yeah. It's the the art of uh, deception in ma in Commander is like my favorite part about the format. Like, not necessarily just like, oh, I'm being sneaky and like I'm like manipulating my opponents. No, I just think it's funny. <laughs> it's so funny. I just think it's funny when someone just like does an attack that like they just like really shouldn't have done, but like you talk, you smooth talked your way into it, and that's just funny. <laughs> Are there like, um, this one time I had a damage doubler on board and somebody was like thinking about whether or not they should remove it because obviously I'm trying to use it to kill you. Like I put it in my deck for a reason, <laughs> but at the same time, you didn't put a damage doubler in your deck. And you're an aggro it's, deck. It's a symmetrical damage doubler, isn't it? <laughs> Always. Wouldn't yeah. it be so nice to just take advantage of this card that I put in my deck for you? Go to combat. Enjoy that, babes. 
And they always do. Because <laughs> they didn't put a damage doubler in their deck, and they do want to take advantage of that effect. You know, it's fun. If you tried doing that to me, I would just be like, you're right. I do want to take advantage of damage doubler, full attack you. I mean, hey, listen, you live and die by the sword. <laughs> You asked to bring sharp knives. Mm -hmm. I also brought sharp knives, and it's not your fault if you set them both on fire. <laughs> Sometimes it'd be like that. I am out here playing Descent into Avernus in every red deck, knowing that some people oh. can use that mana better than wow. I can. Oh, yeah. Some people I... are out there playing Reckless Fire Weavers, <laughs> and <laughs> I'm not always playing that in the same decks that I'm playing Descent. So if they break parity, uh, that's the game. Uh, so be it. Yeah. I mean, once again, another carding to put in more decks. I really did see that card at the beginning of the like <laughs> Commander Legends Battle for Baldur's Gate. It's another banger from that set. I True. Yeah, saw that card and was like, oh, perfect. I will never play another Warren Power Stone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we are just going to put this in that, every deck oh. in that slot until the end of time. It's the three drop mana rock that you comes have... in tapped, basically. You have completely revolutionized how I view that card. That's a three mana mana rock. Exactly. And then oh the next turn it taps I... for four and then for oh six. My... Hold on. Because I like, I very much subscribe to the three mana mana rock with upside. Mm -hmm. Like, even that upside just commander sphere. That's upside, baby. Like, yeah, that's a three mana mana rock with upside all day. But yeah. so like, is Descent gonna... into Avernus. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to put Manolith in my deck, because there's, like, 20 cards that are just strictly better Manolith. Yeah, you like, don't play Manolith if you can play the Celestis or Midnight exactly. Clock or like, Cursed I, Mirror like, or, yeah. or, 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 yeah, or Crowded Crypt or, you know, like, yeah. Any of the but other myriad options. Yeah, exactly. I don't even play, like, Darksteel ingot anymore so i'm just like indestructible nah that's not enough. it's that's not, not enough of a so. downside when there's fucking skyclave relic who's indestructible and has kicker who makes three of them yeah who turns into a gilded lotus or something i don't it's, it's yeah, close it enough for government work yeah it's, yeah, it's like six yeah, mana ish yeah. taps for three i'll take that yeah yeah, yeah exactly worth but yeah descent into revenge the three mana mana rock this is it this is it this is how you get me to play more of this card because <laughs> every time i see you or carson or someone else play it i'm just like i am so in for this game i'm gonna die in three turns but i am so mm -hmm. in for this <laughs> i truly never leave home without it and it almost never eats removal too people are just like damn no, that is not. that's really hurting me but i mean but it's, it's six mana next turn. Hmm. We're circling back to players are greedy as fuck. God, I love to take advantage of the greedy mage. Yeah. Like, just take the six damage. You'll have six extra mana. Like, if channel is banned, surely you can take six damage for six treasures. Mm hmm. It, it's literally that. <laughs> like,. Honestly, the only reason I would kill Descended Avernus is not because it's going to kill me, is because like it's going to give the other three players too much mana. <laughs> and I don't need more mana. Yeah, I can see that. I think it's gotten removed like literally once. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, if someone tried like removing it and I had a counterspell, I would counter it, counter that, counter that removal spell most of the time. 
like and somebody's like i'm gonna anguish on making that descent into avernus and you're like, like from nah. across the table hang on i want to respond to that <laughs> fuck you no absolutely not negate <laughs> yeah no i don't even play, i don't even play counter spells though so like you know yeah well i don't play good counter spells i play funny counter spells are you on that uh, five mana access denied one that makes a bunch of those uh, flying yeah, boys? Yeah, I'm on. I'm on like the silly four plus mana counterspell with upside, with like nice. goofy upside. Like, give me like I will eat that Mystic Confluence all day, all about Mystic Confluence. We love a Mystic Confluence. My, I think my favorite of that, just like heckin' chunky counterspell with upside, that like genre of card is probably Sublime Epiphany. Oh, yeah, I mean... It's such I, a quest like, to check all of those boxes, but damn, it, if it doesn't feel fucking great when you do... It's The funniest part is, like, if they just cast an Eldrazi Titan and you have a creature, that's all five boxes checked. Like, that's all they need. Damn. Like, I mean, how often are you running into that, though? <laughs> um, well, okay, I guess, like, Artisan Akazalik. People cast that card a lot. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I, guess I mean it's still good like even if you're not running into all of those. Obviously, like yeah. I even oh, oh yeah like yeah no I, good card good card good good yeah I, I was like on the Mystic Confluence train and then when Sublime Epiphany got spoiled like I was just like holy shit mm-hmm. <laughs> this is the greatest magic card ever printed <laughs> yeah love that guy yeah I also love Ether Snatch because it's just funny. I don't remember that one. That's the six mana one that you just steal their spell. You just gain control of it. Oh, yeah, that's rude. That's funny. <laughs> it's very funny. But they like, didn't need like, that yeah. anyway. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. Like, if you didn't want me to have, uh, like, Phyrexian Triniform, you shouldn't have cast Phyrexian Triniform. That's on you. <laughs> That's my favorite thing about stealing somebody's cards. It's just like, no, I shouldn't have put it in your deck. I should build a clone deck at some point just to do that. Either that or the like, um, a stolen strategy and that style of effect. And just That's true. go all in on the, I'm going to touch your cards. That's a good point. And honestly, the reason I didn't play stolen strategy before is because they're hell to resolve a webcam, but you know. You got those Infinitokens. So, problem solved. Yeah, now that we're in a, a post-Infinitokens meta and everybody's got those and, like, nobody stopped playing Atali for the pandemic, so, like... That's so true! <laughs> I basically don't want to hear it. That's, you People know what? People are like, oh, it's so hard to play over webcam, and I'm just like, did you take that Atali out of your deck yet? Oh, you didn't? Then I, I think you're going to be fine. <laughs> I took that Gonti out of my deck, okay? Because that one's, like, mildly annoying. I understand and that. Doesn't... That's a little tough to resolve, because you gotta have them... I'm just, anytime someone does it, I'm like, please just reveal the four cards. I don't care. Just please reveal the four cards. Yeah. Like, <laughs> we're not playing this game. It's like, similar to how I handle um, Excel Sign of Atraxa. Like, you're supposed to exile this face down, but it's a little oh. less effort to resolve if I just exile the top card of your library for me. <laughs> I did not know you excel. Huh. That's interesting. Granted, I've like never thought, I have not thought of Excel like 
since that card was spoiled. <laughs> I love that card so much. People buy the poison precon and immediately are like, okay, I'm going to switch this for Vishgras, but I'm like, you don't understand. <laughs> She's perfect for the poison control archetype that they want what you is... to be playing. Okay, so she's like a 2-2 two, two with, or sorry, 2-5 with Toxic 2, Flying yeah, she has and Vigilance. Flying Vigilance, Toxic 2, and then two, has the Corrupted and a 2-5, obviously. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, this is the perfect card to do my game plan of tag you with a gentle caress of Phyrexia, put two poison counters on you, and then sit back and never touch you physically again, and just proliferate that like I'm playing burn and control at the same time or whatever. Okay, now I need to know what Vishkras does. This is... I have not thought about all would be one, like, at all. Vishkras <laughs> is just the large, large. I feel like oh yes this card yes he's the guy this who's guy. like once you've touched everybody with your poisonous hands and gotten that like drip of phyrexian oil on their foreheads or whatever then you send vishgraz after them to hunt them down like sickum boy and he's just fucking yeah. massive for all the poison counters yeah but people want that in the command zone i guess and i'm just like all right, I guess you can do that, but um, poison See, control damages people. Drawing three cards a turn. I yeah, it's funny because I love Phyrexia, as anyone who knows me should mm -hmm. <laughs> should know this already. Adore Phyrexia. I don't really care for infect. Like like to play infect. I don't care. Like if someone wants to play infect for me. I I don't give a shit. I fucking died to infect yesterday <laughs> like mm -hmm. it, was, it was funny um i do uh, think it does take a specific kind of like mentality to play that archetype i used to have a saskia infect deck which yeah that sounds you know. like it does the thing it sure does the thing i'm gonna i'm gonna play saskia i'm gonna name you i'm gonna play this putrefax i'm gonna hit you and you're gonna take 10 yep it sounds like that game's over for that player. <laughs> that's why. That's kind of why I don't like playing Infects, because it's like the 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 prolifer the thing where you just tag everyone once and you proliferate them to ten. It's it just turns you into arch enemy, but it's like not strong enough that you can like reasonably handle being the arch enemy. Yeah, it's fucking tough. You have to roll very high on all of your charisma checks, and it tests yeah. me so much every time. <laughs> and that's why I like it. I think. Right, like, see, that's why I don't like it, is because it's just like, this is, like, if I'm going to turn the, if, like, my deck is going to turn the game into Arch Enemy, it better be fucking built to play Arch Enemy. Mm -hmm. And, like, that proliferating Infect deck, it, it ain't it. Like, nah, dog. Yeah, and I mean, then... you can almost get there in sort of a, I'm going to wipe the board every other turn kind of way, and, like... That's yeah. a way to play the game. But that's just not fun yeah. for anyone. I mean, Nobody likes a player who casts five board wipes in a game. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Quinn, you are about advancing the game via the reduction of life totals, and here you are advocating for board wipes. Like, what is this? When I'm playing Infect, I'm playing Burn, and you don't need creatures to play Burn. <laughs> Fair okay, fair point. Fair. But Burn doesn't play board wipes. So, a checkmate. I don't know. Maybe it's like, is it tempo burn or whatever? 
I'm sure they've got enough creature removal. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Perfect. Nailed it. Cool. cool. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, that's like why I don't like infects. Like you either have like the slow proliferate thing, mm-hmm. or I'm just gonna kill one person, and then like someone else stops you, and you're like, well, that person is not having a good time. Yeah, you like get one person dead, and then everybody's just like, Boom. that's murder. <laughs> that's murder. And then you get like the second person like halfway dead, and then they kill you kill you like stop your your thing and you're just like oh shit i'm not winning this game this game's not gonna end anytime soon so i'm sorry for the person i killed and like 30 minutes into this game my bad if they would just let me also bonk them for 10 in fact it would have been over by now they were some reason resistant to dying to infect though so um my bad i tried yeah they didn't want to die does though. kind of sasuke does kind of solve this second issue because it's just like okay i'm gonna hit two players for five infect mm-hmm. um but then the, you get into the moment where you're like i have a sasuke naming you you have no blockers i'm gonna play a putrefax and you're just gonna die yes and that's i'm not gonna say that's not funny because it is but it's pretty mean. Yeah, there's like only so many times that you want that specific experience. And if the deck is Saskia, then like I feel like she's going to serve that <laughs> up probably a couple more times than you're maybe looking to ultimately have. Yeah, I, I did eventually take that deck apart because there was, it was like, I do the thing and it kills a player. <laughs> like, like mm-hmm. on turn like five, six, that player is dead. But like, I don't win. Yeah, exactly. And the game doesn't end anytime soon. So. It's a tough needle to thread. Because, like, the damage you spread on other players doesn't help them kill them, like, kill each other. Because it's just poison damage. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) That's why I'm glad to see a little bit more, like, incidental proliferate. Because if you can get yeah. somebody to eight and somebody else just like out of nowhere, like completely unrelated to normal game plans, has like a thing that says proliferate twice and they can just snipe you with that, like that's kind of cool. Yeah, that's that is that is very funny. Um, yeah, de- that's definitely funny. Uh, yeah, the way I died to infect, but you're, you're gonna find this f- funny. The way I died to infect yesterday mm-hmm. was, um, uh, I was playing with someone who who actually they had, she had an Omnath Locus of All Phyrexian deck, uh, funnily enough. Nice. And I was playing Grisilda. I took the initiative with something. Uh, by the way, this game I almost went, I almost hit Throne of the Dead three three times. I hit it, or I hit it, I hit it twice, and then almost a third time. I was I was in the second to last room. Holy shit! Was that your initiative? <laughs> It was mine, yes. I, I, because I, because I played the creature, and then I also had Fable of the Mirror Breaker copying it. Sick. That's so and then cool. Also, and also, I had it. By the way, Fable is Fable and Kiki are disgusting when you have like horrific monstrosities to copy. Who would have thought? Yeah, um, and then I also like had fused it with an undying creature, so when it died, like it came back and mm-hmm. regained me the initiative, and then like when it died a second time, I was like, okay, cool, I'm gonna reanimate it, and like. I was like hard turboing through the through the through the undercity. Hell but yeah. Josie, she plays a she plays a blighted agent. Mm-hmm. 
taps me for one. I'm like, all right, cool. Uh, you have the initiative. And then like it, she keeps it until her next turn. And she's like, okay, so what are my options again? I'm like, okay, you either put two counters on creature or scratch it. She goes, I'm putting two counters on this blighted agent. You're going to die in three turns. I'm like, oh. Oh. Oh, no. Okay. Oh, no. Um, and she gets me up to seven. And then, like, a Borup happens. And then she's like, all right, cool. I'm going to cast this White Sun's Twilight for Exus 10. And you thought you were so safe. <laughs> I'm like... I'm so fucking dead. I have Holy blown shit. up all of the creatures, and I have ten little toxie boys who are just going to even, infect even you. Even worse, she also had the great synthesis in play. Oh, you're so fucked, babes. We <laughs> were so wildly fucked. I think, like, the great synthesis died. Like, we blew it up. And then she killed me, of course. Mm -hmm. And then I had to leave for something else. So I don't know how that game ended. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah. But yeah, that's... I died to infect because she took the Undercity. Or she took the initiative and put two counters on her private agent. (laughs) I love the Undercity so much. That dungeon whips ass. I... The more I play with initiative, the more I'm like, I need to put, like, I think I have, like, every initiative creature in Rakdos in that deck. Yeah, that checks out. Those UTBs are so strong. Because I also have every myriad creature in that deck. That's extremely (laughs) sick. And just, yeah, you want to talk about sick plays, just combine, like, your... ETB take the initiative creature with your myriad creature. And I'm like, I call, I play this. I take the initiative. I'm going to attack. I'm going to take the initiative three more times. Oh, you've got your fucking (laughs) Caves of Chaos adventurers. So you take the initiative and then you go to combat and then you exile that card and you play it for free because, of course, you've been speedrunning the dungeon. Because, of course, you've speedrun the hell out of it. And then you take the initiative two more times because of myriad? Fuck yeah. (laughs) It's so sick. Yeah. I also just I also need to play my Cedrus deck because I built a Cedrus deck built around speedrunning the speedrunning through the Undercity as many times as possible. I need to see this. And it's I'll I'll send you the list. Perfect. Uh, you know, give me one second. Let me open a Moxfield. Listeners, um, I'm especially interested because I also have a Cedrus deck, although mine is constructed oh, yeah. completely differently. All right, let me see. Okay, cool. This deck is unlisted. I should make it public because it is an actual complete deck. It's not like a uh, Alright, this is this is this is oh, the Cedrus yeah. deck. I don't even know what's in this deck anymore. <laughs> I built it like a month ago, two months ago, and uh haven't looked at it since. Oh, that's a different card, babes. That's Sephiris of the Hidden Ways. Oh, I thought you were I... saying Cedrus the Traitor King. <laughs> Listen, magic card names are hard, all right? That is literally one letter of difference. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's why it's hard. Yeah, I get it. All right, well, I'm stupid. All right, so we don't have the same commander gamers because my guy is Cedrus the Traitor King, and I play that with Sphinxes, Demons, and Dragons, and reanimate them. Yes, you do. But this is the Esper Dungeons commander, Sephiroth of the Hidden Ways, and... uh, Shit looks like it slaps. We got a Teferi of Time 
master, master of time, time in yeah. here who's obviously going to do the looting thing every single turn it's a really annoying planeswalker that's extremely good in this deck yeah yup oh and so, your yeah, ledger shredder yeah you're up to criminal activity <laughs> up here for sure of course i am also it's like part reanimator deck like have you seen the seven drops in this deck like haven't gotten there yet. I'm just taking a look here. Oh, you got Radiant Solar. Love to see her. She whips ass. And there it is. We got that Team of Horrors adventurer. Love her. Mm -hmm. And we're starting to get to the Chonkers now. You got your dragons, the ancient brass and gold. Love them. Angel of the Ruins is one of my favorite reanimation targets. I think so a reanimation good. target that puts itself in the graveyard via any means is chef's kiss yes. i'm like this guy has plane cycling so you can grab your esper triumph and be fixed for good mm -hmm. you mm -hmm. have um not in this deck but uh other reanimation target that puts itself in the graveyard is that uh i think the war mammoth from um oh the Sauron. yes oliophant it like a blows oliophant. up artifacts and puts itself in the graveyard and it's like a nine oh, seven with you're trample. talking about that one <laughs> that right not the one legal and modern <laughs> The, the commander one yeah the commander elephant i don't the fucking know what the casts, card's name is but yeah, it cycles it. and it's huge and has trample and blows up artifacts and it whips ass that card does yeah that card does rule um but yeah i need to play this deck i think you should play this deck anything that's got nezahal primal tide in it has my seal of approval and <laughs> ladies and gentlemen what's in this list nezahal primal tide nezahal primal tide baby yeah what a great yeah. dinosaur good 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 boy good boy mr cremora grew up grew up well this is what happens when you feed the fish oh fuck <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what happens when you feed the fish you end up with fucking <laughs> legendary creatures Yup, yup. Yo, this plays lethal scheme. You are mm, taps forehead. That's that's the good shit right there. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I love lethal scheme. Absolutely adore that card. Yeah, this deck anyway. looks like it slaps. I absolutely want to see that in action. Yeah. Also, I like how you you mentioned your Cedric deck because. Because I have a very because because that's that's your your rule zero deck, isn't it? Your pile deck. Yeah, yeah. It's deck um rules. follows the same formula as looters pile deck, except my bit is I have twenty five copies of the card Crawworm, and <laughs> they are placeholders for my sixty nine sphinxes, demons, and dragons that I select from. Nice. I should. Oh, I should. Oh, now you're giving me the idea that I should cut my creatures down to 69 creatures. You used to have 69. You were pure. I, yeah. <laughs> and then you lost sight of the way. Because I just wanted to put more creatures in it. Mm-hmm. Like, mm -hmm. You that gotta trim it You gotta make the pile uh, 69. It's so fine. funny. It's, it's, yeah... I'll do that at some point, I guess. We salute you. Thank you so much. Welcome back. I love how just joking about the number 69 makes me pure. That's <laughs> that's like... <laughs> pure in the eyes of commitment to the bit. 
Sure, sure. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) That is all that matters is one's commitment to the bit. We are nothing if we can't commit to them. That's so true, Bestie. So true. Also, my cat is like right next to me. And I'm just like, must resist urge to pet kitty. I understand. They're so soft and pettable. They're so soft. She's also like so chonky. Like she's a big girl. Oh my God. Perfect. Yeah, absolutely. Actually, you know what? This is the perfect opportunity because I don't know if I'm going to get this opportunity again. I'm going to show off for the camera. Come here. This is, this is my, my girl. Oh, hello. She's, look how long she is. She's so oh, big. Oh, she's perfect. I love her. All right, you want me to put that down? Okay, cool. You can set you down now. This is, this is what I do for clout. Just put cat on stream. And that's what you got to do. And you know what? That's... The, the dividends, they, they pay dividends. There we go. That's the sentence. I... <laughs> I saw a post once that was like people like trying to do like hot takes and shit for Cloud about magic like are trying too hard. Just post dog pics. Like literally just post pics of cute animals. You will get way more clout doing that than you ever will posting about magic. Yeah, that's true. Spoiler alert, more people like cute animals than play magic. Oh man. The math on that is um, pretty hard to argue with actually. (laughs) That's a pretty undeniable fact there, I'm going to have to say, gamers. Yeah, exactly. Do you want to talk about what you actually do in content now, after bullshitting about whatever the fuck? Um, I mean, what do I do in content? <laughs> you, you, have, you, have your, you have your drowned secrets and you have MTG lexicon. Uh, yeah, I like run my mouth about magic. <laughs> yeah, that's fa- okay, fair. That's content, though. Okay, so more specifically, gamers, I be (laughs) posting about Magic the Gathering on Twitter.com, and uh, I co-host on the MTG Lexicon Twitch channel playing Magic the Gathering on the weekends, and they've got Dungeons and Dragons over there every other Friday. Um, Like I said, I don't go to D&D, like, I just watch them play it. They're having a you lot of fun with it. play it sometimes. If you're having fun with Baldur's Gate, you should play D&D. I have tried to play D&D, and it is oh. just, they, there's too much crunch. Fair. Like the numbies, there's a lot of them, and I don't like there's all of, of them. There's, yeah. In fact, I don't like most of them, <laughs> and think they get in the way. And so I really like that the video game handles a lot of that for me, but there's just like a lot of that, like in the actual Dungeons and Dragons experience, that's just like, can you not with the not. please? <laughs> yeah, fair. So yeah, that's, that's my, like, it's truly just, I'm not strong enough. Yeah, understandable. Um, so yeah, I guess like, uh, content stuff is just like running my mouth on Twitter and playing Magic the Gathering on Twitch. I like to build a deck and then like showcase that brew on the Twitch stream or whatever. Most recently, I've been jamming a bunch of, uh, big mana Grixis vampires helmed by a cold snap legend Garza Zul Plague Queen. Yes. 
Yes. <sighs> yeah, I'm on my very old school EDH shit. I just ordered the like foil from Gold Snap too, so I'm very excited to get that in the mail. We're, we built the whole mm-hmm. deck in paper, gamers. It's on the way. I'm that oh. passionate about these silly vampires. Please tell me you have my favorite big mana vampire. Vein, vein drinker. drinker, of course. Yes. You posted that image yes. underneath that, and I was like, Luder, rest assured, she is in the list. I just could only yes. fit four images in that first post. Yeah, fair. Good, good, good. So we definitely put Vein Drinker in the list. We've also got a bunch of, like, Death Touch stuff so that I can make sure that, like, if stuff gets hit by my vampires, they die for sure and they get the plus one, plus one counter. I think that feels really, like, mechanically satisfying. Yeah. And I get to play sick fucking cards like Kazarov, Sangir Pureblood, and Vampiric Dragon, who all have that, like, spend a bunch of mana on the on the the vampire and then like ping stuff and they'll grow and something like, it's so sick i it's funny that deck actually inspired me to finally know what i want to do with marika yeah because i've wanted to build a marika deck since that card got spoiled because of, of course i do like of course i want to play it's Marika. it's a big woman with like a hammer i think <laughs> exactly i don't like, know it's like what do you want from me she has a hammer she's got a giant sledgehammer like come on but yeah i was just like you know what i'm gonna play with like the big like old vampires that say like when they like kill a creature they put a counter on them oh hell yeah that's perfect for that and, and all of those perfect, are in yes, like rakdos except for, are in rakdos. i think it's just like blood tyrant and garzazol who are grixis which are like yeah. the main reason that i needed to be in grixis for that deck you want it, you want a blood tyrant and guards as all fair because mm-hmm. otherwise There's it's also... just a strephon mar pure blood or progenitor deck right or if you're cool anya made a note dishonor she is a very cool card that i wish i saw more of yeah i wish she was less vampire synergy because i don't like building creature type based decks mm-hmm but like, god damn it, the card whips. Yeah, I love how you can just like pour blood into the machine with her and burn your opponents for lethal. Like that's extremely mm-hmm. cool and good. I guess you could play like Anya Aristocrats and it's just like most efficient to play that strategy with vampires because she makes the blood tokens when they ETB. Ooh. That's true. Or you could play like Anya Reanimator because you just get a discard outlet in your command zone. Yeah, that's perfect. You could do that. Yeah, and that's like way cooler than than Anya Falkenrath because that card's dumb. <laughs> oh, man, I tried to play that deck for a bit, and uh, the precon wants you to play Reanimator without any like really good hits to reanimate. Mm-hmm. And then if you try and like rebuild it in Anya's image to focus on the madness mechanic, it like. Man, she wants to reanimate World Gorger Dragon, and I simply do not want that line of play. I also just hate the line of play, because you're like, oh, I'm going to play these cool madness cards so I get, like, advantages off. Like, I can, like, turn my Tormenting Voice into, like, a card that just, like, draws cards Mm -hmm. and, like, has upside. No, Anya just says madness cards in your hand have cycling zero. They don't have madness. They just have cycling zero. Yeah. She's like, like, I wanted so this much is, more from boring. you. This is boring, right? Like, that's why you, you know, you gotta 
write some fucking fanfic, by which I mean build your Grixis Magnus deck. <laughs> oh, Chainer's a good Chainer way to do that. I haven't thought about that. <laughs> that dude's way No, my solution to that was just deck. play. Yeah, what goes in your Chainer deck? I don't know. What? Rakdos Fatties. Like, what? Take your pick <laughs> of like silly Rakdos Fatties. I'll play them. <laughs> Like, yeah, that's fair. I was thinking the like, other day about what to reanimate in like a Croxen Kunara Sparta reanimator deck, and then I was just like, you know what? What's like six mana value more in Mardu colors I, for like under a dollar randomize? I, pick 25 of those. Yep, yeah, I do. Whenever I'm building a reanimator deck like that, like when I built my Sephiroth deck, I literally just go and scribe well. Type creature, mana value, seven or greater. Yep. Go. <laughs> <laughs> it literally doesn't matter as long as they're seven mana plus and you're not paying retail for them if you can guarantee right, those long, two halves of the equation they will always as be as long as they're not printed in the 90s they're probably pretty good yeah that's true you don't want to be grabbing that up lady orca back <laughs> <laughs> or worse like denizen of the deep oh <laughs> uh, i don't know that one that's or, a deep cut that's a that's an eight mana ten ten that bounces all your other creatures why were you playing that back in the day? Is that just a creatures were bad a, thing? That's yeah, that's just a creatures were bad. It's from Portal. Ah. Understandable. <laughs> the reason I know that card is because I used to play one of my friends would like we'd hang out at Discord calls and he would play Momir Basic on Moto. Mm -hmm. Which is for those who don't know, it's this format where your deck is 60 basic lands. You start at 24 life and you're like, you have this like ability where you pay X mana and discard a card and you'll get a random creature with mana value X, a token copy of it. Mm -hmm. And like the strategy of it is like, you try and get up to eight mana because like eight is kind of like your best fatty hits. Like seven can like kind of like, there's like a lot of like mediocre ones at seven and like nine is also worse than eight on average somehow i think uh, i get it because like eight man is like you get grizzlebrand i think there's like other yeah. very powerful magic the gathering cards you get, avatar, that tier. You get like the avatar cycle yeah. notably avatar of woe mm -hmm, mm -hmm. like there's not many ones that like have horrific downsides like you do at uh like nine plus mm -hmm. But the one that does pretty much insta lose you the game on the spot is Denizen Deep. You hit that card, you're dead. You're so dead. Simply not coming back from that one, gamers. Yup. Yeah. So that's the only reason I know that card exists. Gotcha. But like, you could take any like shitty, you could take like Polar Kraken or Leviathan or whatever. Like, mm -hmm. yeah, those cards are pretty bad. <laughs> like, don't reanimate those. But like, you know. Yeah. They should probably be like a rare mythic rare, just to make sure yeah. that you're getting some text on there that's relevant. That's true. Also true. Yes, you don't you don't want to reanimate like your seven mana five five flyer from listen the most recent core set or whatever. Every once in a while, that's okay. Like I play a mirror shell crab in some decks because okay. um, it's a decent reanimation target. Also, and a also yeah that's i'm getting to there <laughs> every once in a while it's okay to play a common reanimation target if it's also doing something else like if you that's can true. be reanimating that colossal sky turtle i think that's not the worst thing oh, that you can do because yeah. a it's fuck huge and b it's interaction also like 
it's a colossal sky chart. Like, what more do you want? Like, that true, honestly. Like, <laughs> like, like you should just play it on the basis of it's a colossal sky turtle. Like it's a turtle that flies. Like, like why I, is I this in your deck? It's a turtle that flies and has ward. <laughs> it's, a, it's a giant turtle. That I don't. Even, I don't know. I don't care about the decks. It's a giant turtle that flies, and that's badass. Beep beep. I'm turning beep, beep, it sideways. Yeah, that is one of the creatures in my in my pile. Mm -hmm. is, is that card? They also, of course, have colossal and phantasmal tribe maw because they have to. Yeah, that's understandable they're six sixes they're they sure are six sixes with trample one of them has a downside you can just turn those sideways and people are not ready for it a lot of the time <laughs> you are not that's very true i just i love playing like cards that are just like people are like why do you play this card I'm like it because it's funny like <laughs> it's just uh, I don't yeah. care if it's good. It's just funny. They really do be like, why are you playing this card? And then you're like turning it sideways and reducing their life total with it. <laughs> yup. Because it's legal in the format. That's why. Yeah. Because I can. Do it. Like, do I need a reason other than I can? No. Exactly. Cool. Yeah. Motherfuckers need some more of that allure of the unknown. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, that card is so funny. Like, holy shit. Hell yeah. It's not, it's not good, but goddamn, it's funny. Just fucking give in to your curiosity. <laughs> Play some Listen, bad cards. If there's anyone to be tempted, like, it is me. Like, like mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I absolutely am attracted to the unknown or allured by the whatever words hard they sure are difficult there's mm -hmm, a lot of them mm -hmm. on every magic card too there's so many words there's too many words some of them have like two cards worth of words oh man sauron the dark lord my beloved <laughs> four God. distinct paragraphs of text on that man <laughs> they're all amazing <laughs> What an incredible, powerful, inevitable force of evil. Just mm, chef's kiss. I was also pissed off when Saruman, the Esper Saruman, mm -hmm. I was like, oh yeah, I can only cast the spells at Mills, right? No. <laughs> you're like that Padme <laughs> meme, you're just like, okay, you can only pick from the ones you milled, right? <laughs> right? <laughs> it's a paragraph of text, I'm not gonna read it all, Magic players don't even, like, wait to resolve the ability before they've finished reading the thing. They're just like, all right, I'm halfway through this paragraph. I think I can start resolving this ability and then finish the text. Yeah. And then you get to the end of the text and then there's, like, some clause that stops you from doing that <laughs> in that thing because you yeah. didn't meet all the conditions. And you're like, yep. whoops. Whoops. Yeah, at least I know what its word cost is. Um. Yeah, it's just a word discard a thing I can reanimate. <laughs> No, no, it's not. It's not that. It's discard an instant sorcery or enchantment. Yeah, that. I mean, in the context of that Sauron, it's discard a thing I can reanimate because with that he can cast an instant oh, sorcery oh, okay. or enchantment. Sorry, when you said discard a thing I can reanimate, I thought you meant the ward player. Gotcha. Yeah, no, not. <laughs> that was syntactically ambiguous. My bad. I'm just. 
pure black mage energy. Like, I just need to reanimate all the time. It's really cool and good to do is the thing. Yeah, it it is. When you miss your first land drop and you have to discard that reanimation target. Oh, no, and people oh, are no. Like, I moved to discard. Oh, no, you missed your land drop. Ancient... Yeah, oh, no. And I'm like, yeah, hmm, so sad. <laughs> <laughs> Not like I... I'm a scary black mage with reanimate yeah. in hand. <laughs> I I did once have a four-color dredge deck, as sans red. And um, mm-hmm. I really did turn one past discard Golgari Grave Troll in a commander game. <laughs> no, that's correct. I 100% understand no one would ever fault you for doing that. Even funnier is next turn I went I, I his next turn I just went land soaring signet. Wow. <laughs> Was and a then greedy the keep on two levels. <laughs> Then the following turn, I played a looter, discarding my grave troll. <laughs> then I cast a living death on turn five and reanimated like 80 power worth of stuff because an Avengers Endicar and Elish Norn were in among those cards. <laughs> oh, sick. That game is over as hell. <laughs> <You're one. laughs> so funny. Everybody's just like, wow, Luter, you're sure are milling a lot of cards there. I hope you've got a yeah. plan for this. And you're just like, I trust. Oh, I had the Living Death in my opening hand. The, the opening hand was like, one land, Soaring, Signet, the Looter, which I think was Bonded Fetch, so it even had haste. So as soon as I played it, I was Sick. immediately discarding. <laughs> yeah. I don't have that deck anymore, by the way. Yeah, understandable. There's another deck that Yep, it does the thing. It it does. It sure be doing the thing. Man, sometimes cards are good, and you play them. Sometimes you should probably play the card that's been banned in modern twice. That's a pretty good card, I think. Is that um Hogak? It's Golgari. It's oh, Golgari Grave Gotcha. Hogak's only been banned once. Okay, well you know, get those numbers up, Hogak. <laughs> that they have to unban it. For it to be banned twice. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Okay. Unban Hogak yeah, for me. They banned Golgari Grave Troll. I don't remember when. This is before I was playing Magic. And then they unbanned it. I think like around like Dragons of Tarkir Battle of Zendikar sometime-ish around then. And then and then they decided to print Prize Amalgam and Cathartic Reunion in the next year. And um, mm. <laughs> well... I am normal and can be trusted with dredge. Yeah. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, let's say, um, and then it got banned. On the same day Smuggler's Copter got banned in Standard. R.I.P. and also good fucking riddance. Jay, oh, come on. We love Smuggler's Copter it's around here. too good. You know it. I disagree. I think it's perfectly great. Yeah, okay. What's funny is I didn't even play in standard because it was it was too expensive. It was like it was like twenty bucks at the time. I just didn't play it. Oh shit! I played one. I played the one copy that I opened in my pre-release, um, but that was it. I did not play that card in standard because it was too expensive. That's so wild. I was like, I'm like a, I'm like a fifteen year old kid. I ain't paying twenty bucks for a card. Are you kidding me? Man, imagine no. trying to keep up with standard back then. <laughs> right. Yeah, that was uh, not the smartest financial decision i made <laughs> big salutes to young looter 
<laughs> I really regret not buying dual lands when they were like 80 to 100 bucks. Like, God. I'm sure we've all got I, that card that got away. The damn, I should have I really I was like, that. yeah, I'm going to spend 300 bucks on the standard deck that's going to rotate in two years instead of buying like four dual lands. <laughs> if only I could see the future. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Like I'm just out here like damn, damn I should have bought those Nazgul when I saw them for two dollars. Oh jeez, yeah. I was a dumbass. I thought they were gonna go to like fifty cents because they're gonna they're like the card's gonna be everywhere, right? It's an uncommon. It'll be readily available. Like, I think the mistake people made with that card is assuming it would be just as cheap as Persistent Petitioner, Seven Dwarves, and Friends, forgetting that all those other cards are commons. Yeah, I really put on my clown makeup with that one, gamers. <laughs> I am looking at $20 Nazgul's, and I need nine of those bitches. Yeah. And and also, like, yeah, and Nazgul are probably way more popular than all those other cards. Like, Yeah, I think in terms of, like, desirability of effect, you've got, like, Shadowborn Apostles, and then Nazgul. Yeah. And also, like, Nazgul are cooler, because Lord of the Rings. There is that added factor, yeah. And the, like, collectability of nine different arts that was extremely cool of yep. them, by the way. Yep. Yes. <laughs> like, also, thank you like, for doing so. <laughs> also, Shadowborn Apostles, once again, another deck that does the thing, and it's pretty boring once you do the thing. Yeah, I had to take a sort of opposite approach to the way that I built mine, whereas it's not really about the activated ability of the Shadowborn Apostles, and they're mm -hmm. just one-drops that I can feed to Tabarax Hope's Demise. <laughs> it's my cleric-powered demon Voltron machine. I'm throwing that meat in the grinder. My boy's getting very strong, and we are punching you for demon lethal. I do appreciate that. That's 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 at least a good different take then i'm gonna play athrios and you're gonna pay 18 life or i'm gonna get them all back that sure is what the other version of that deck looks like yeah. <laughs> if yeah. you're not building it to just like eat all of your shadowborns then yeah it is probably just burn it's yeah it's it's not yeah i never built a shadowborn pulse like i just saw it once and i was like this this is like my primal surge deck. Like mm -hmm. I'm going to cast primal surge once. And it's going to be funny when I do. And then I'm not going to play the deck again. Yeah, that checks out. <laughs> like, uh, like, honestly, I would just rather build a deck that's just a hundred permanents and no primal surge. Like just, that's just more fun to me than 99 permanents and a primal surge. I actually did that. I had a, um, Tatsunare like frog boggles deck that I yeah love that froggles <laughs> go on <laughs> anyway um so I built that froggles deck and I put just like it was it ended up being all permanence and then I had primal surge in it and then um, at the like last minute before I actually like took the deck out to playtest, I ended up just like cutting the primal surge because I didn't see the like win line 
after <laughs> I put it together. I was just like, how do I sure. win with this actually? You know what? Let's just not fucking bother. I'm just going to put, I don't know, like, I don't know what we put in that slot instead. But it was yeah, uh, any permanent. The one ring, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> sure. Why not? Yeah. Yeah, you can put that shit in anything. You really can. One ring is absolutely bananas. What like, a that's good it. card. I like. I do appreciate though that like arguably the best card in Lord of the Rings is the One Ring. That's. Yeah, that feels appropriate. It needed to be that the One is... Ring or Sauron, and yeah, thank you. Yeah. Like they they did it. They they at least like if there's one card I'm okay with being overtuned, it's the one ring. Yeah. And like boy howdy, that card is overtuned. <laughs> sure feels fucking great to cast though. <laughs> there are two clauses on that card preventing bullshit, and they really don't do a good job of it. <sighs> they tried. <laughs> they sure did. We gotta give them that. <laughs> yeah. I still have not cast that card in Commander somehow. Oh, you gotta try. I was just thinking about other I... places that I could put that card today. Gamers, what if I just fed the ring to Corvold when the burdens became too great? You're a coward. <laughs> I could do that. <laughs> I could also draw That's... 30 cards or whatever, but I could yeah, also exactly. feed it to just... Corvold. I have options. No, no, no. If you feed it to Corvold, you draw one card. If you tap it, you draw another, like, five six cards i don't mean feed and it then to like it sticks immediately around. i mean once i'm at like <laughs> six burden counters or whatever then you eat it then you get to then you draw seven cards in your next activation like <laughs> i don't see the problem like i don't like pick a number of how many burden counters it has you just tap it and draw that many more plus one that's better than drawing one card <sighs> man <laughs> i the problem is you're not wrong <laughs> And it really is that level of math that you have to do. You're just like, well, why shouldn't I just tap it and draw more cards? Exactly. It's it's always going to be one more. Like, why wouldn't I just tap that again? <laughs> I'll worry about the cost in yep. my upkeep. I'll be fine. Yeah, exactly. I'm not yeah. in my upkeep just, now, am I? Just win the game before it kills you. Like, <laughs> Yeah, it's easy. Simply win the game. Yeah. I saw a post that was like, surely my opponent will die to the one ring is the new they'll die to decking yeah that that checks out <laughs> yeah uh-huh okay yeah oh man <laughs> the one place i do play one ring is in canlander paradox academy and let me tell you paradox engine ain't never getting unbanned with the one ring in the format <laughs> I extremely do not want to see that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm just thinking about the like Paradox Storm decks on Arena with like Maze Mind Tome and all of that. And I'm just like, that was bad enough. And now you have the one ring. The one ring? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's just insta draw your deck. I'm just like, cool. I'm going to cast the one ring when I have Paradox Engine play. I'm going to tap, I'm going to draw a card. I'm going to cast this card. I'm going to untap my 15 mana rocks. I'm going to tap this to draw two cards. Do you want me to keep going? Or like, do you I'm want just to like, no, I think I'm good. I don't see an avenue <laughs> where you brick from here. And you don't. I have seven cards in hand. Like, one of them's gotta be a spell. Yeah, you just, you don't brick from there. No, you really don't. Especially in deck with like 27 lands. Mm hmm. Because that's Canlander. Because uh, that's, okay, that's not like 
the average Canada deck. That's just Paradox Academy because the deck plays like 30 mana rocks. Okay, yeah, that's fair. I don't know if their like fast mana situation is similar to um, like CEDH where like everybody's on that fast mana package. So the thing is you can't because like they're pointed. Like you can't just play all the mocks in because they're pointed. Right. That is an aspect of that format that I had not taken into consideration. Yes, yeah. Like, I think Soul Ring is four points and Crypt is three, I think. Um, I think? I don't remember. That seems appropriate given their power levels. Yeah. Like, Mana Vault is one. But, like, that card's just basically Dark Rit. So, yeah. like, you know. Is Dark Rit pointed? Yeah. No, no, it's not. <laughs> Manavolt's way better than Dark Rit, because it can go in any deck. Yeah, can that's be fair. tapped and untapped. Um, but, yeah. No, like... I don't know. Calendar's fun. But yeah, it it's surprised... Despite the fact that it's vintage legal, vintage legality, like, not every deck's playing, like, all the mana rocks. It just can't. That's wild. I bet that makes for a little bit more interesting, like... Um, yeah. Uh, like, format variety or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like more decks are allowed to exist because you don't have to be playing this specific fast mana package because everybody else is. Yeah. The other funny thing is, like, there's a lot of cards that are pointed that look really weird. Like, I think Price of Progress, I think, is one point. Yeah. Because okay. Burn is just like fucking heinous in that deck, like, in that format. Like, oh man. That's interesting. Yeah. But also the other thing is I think like Burn doesn't need its points for like anything besides like Mox Ruby. So like who cares? Burns out here like points, don't need them. I think I've seen Burnless that like literally are playing like off color Mox in just because they can. Sick. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Canlander is a sick format that I I only ever play Paradox Academy. I don't play any other decks. Yeah, that's fine. Sometimes you just pick one deck for your other format that's not EDH and you... I gotta have my artifact, my broken artifact storm deck. Mm -hmm. And that deck sure be a broken artifact storm. Like, if I played Vintage, I'd play the Tinker decks. Like, that's all I play in Vintage, is just Tinker decks. Yeah, that seems right. (laughs) Tinker's my favorite card in Vintage Cube. Like... Putting fucking, I don't know, Cauldre Complete or Bolas' Citadel into play. Like, I don't know what your actual hits for that are, but those seem like pretty strong cards to Sphinx not pay Sphinx of the Steel Wind, Steel Colossus. No way, you're playing Sphinx of the Steel Wind out there? Not in, not in the Canlander deck. Okay. No, in the Canlander deck, you, in the Canlander deck, you mostly, like, fetch, like, One Ring, Paradox Engine. Uh, I guess you could fetch, oh, I also, I fetch, um, Chromatic Orrery a lot. That's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you're not, like, hard cheating stuff in that deck, like, with Tinker as much as it's just an artifact tutor. Gotcha. (laughs) Yeah. But sometimes you do just go, like, turn one land, like, like, turn one, like, Ancient Tomb, Mox Diamond, Tinker, (laughs) and, and then you'd spit into play, like, a one ring on turn one or whatever like and start cooking 
and you start cooking. See, the sad part, though, is one ring doesn't give you protection when you tinker it into play, so, you know. I feel like you don't really need it if you're putting it into play on turn one, though. <laughs> That's also true. Like, what's the worst that can happen? I say as you're, like, true. building up to a lethal storm count and about to tendrils me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah, Canlander's fun. I played it a ton at Minneapolis because one of my friends had Canlander decks and I was just like, sure, I'll, I'll play Canlander with you. Nice. Yeah. Why not? I mean, yeah, why not? <laughs> the first game I played, I played a turn one Paradox Engine into a turn two Time Spiral. And I won on that turn two. Yeah, that sounds about right. I feel like you don't usually <laughs> lose after you draw seven and you have a Paradox Engine in play. Yep. Yep. This is pretty, pretty good. Good fucking Ooh. card. It was even funnier because I was, I was like sitting next to Ben Ulmer, who was playing a commander game, and I just look at Ben. I go, hey, Ben, I think this hand's pretty good. He just looks at me and goes, yeah, I'd say so, too. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Like, yep. I appreciate the confirmation. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I was just like, hey, I've never played Canlander before. This hand's pretty good, right? Yeah, that's all right. I think you can probably keep <laughs> <Yeah>. that. <laughs> <laughs> and you're just like holding a game winning hand yeah it's just the most badass hand you've seen in your life like I think this is pretty good it's one thing EDH to doesn't do undersell it. yeah that's one thing I like about like legacy and vintage cube and canlander is just like you do just heinously broken things if you want yeah the power levels of those formats are absolutely wild yeah, just like CDH. It's also kind of why I like CDH sometimes. Yeah, I do like to play Storm and Tendrils and that sort of pile. And you don't get to do like that exactly in CDH, but um, the like of manual Storm things that you can do in yeah. Vintage and the like the Wish right. decks. Yeah. Those are really cool. You just like yeah. storm, storm, storm. Then you go grab your tendrils from the sideboard with your burning wish or whatever, and then you laser them for Yo. lethal. Man, that's well, now you grab mind's desire. Now you grab mind's desire because that's legal in legacy now. Yeah. That's a whole new like <laughs> level of storm degeneracy that you get to get up to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Man, mind's I, desire I is a played... cool card. <laughs> it's such a cool card. I love mind's desire that's it's very good card <laughs> it is unfortunately not good in cdh which is so sad you know what though shout out to everybody out there trying it <laughs> that's fair that's fair because i've seen like, a couple my... like um i think what's her name the Aerith from one of those oh, innistrats yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah i think she's yeah, on yeah, it yeah, yeah. She probably does. Although I yeah. don't know of any like mad people who are still playing that deck. That deck. That deck is for gamers braver than I. You gotta have fucking guts. <laughs> <laughs> I am a coward who plays Timnacrom in CEH. You gotta really like... want it if you're playing Aerith, because she will absolutely <laughs> give it to you, but hot damn, you have a very limited window of time to use it. <laughs> you also just immediately lose on the spot to Draneth Magistrate. Sure like, fucking do. There's not a damn thing you can do. She's sending all of your cards into exile. 
and people are playing yep. a lot of Dranith Magistrate, but you know what? You gotta have fucking guts, fam. Yeah, you got it. Like when you if you have the balls to play Aerith, you don't care. But Dranith Magistrate is not a card that exists in your mind. That's like, nope. Mm -mm. I'm not worried about don't it. Don't care. I'm simply going don't to win before it. it comes down. Yeah. Like, if it's gonna beat me, regardless of what I do, I should just play as if they don't have it. Yeah. I'm sorry, that was good magic advice. I that's not what this podcast is about. <laughs> <laughs> that's hold on. That's disproving my point of I'm a bad magic player. I should have I shouldn't have said that. No damn looter. You're letting your power level show. <laughs> damn. Damn. Really out here giving good magic advice? What the hell is this? Done fucked this up. Just for Yeah, damn. This this podcast is just for bullshitting. Yeah, you gave real magic advice. We gotta go. Yeah, right. Like, cut it, cut it. Like, we'll we'll cut it in post. <laughs> anyway. Oh my god. Jesus Christ. Yep. <laughs> On that note, uh <laughs> where can people find you on the internet? Um, they can find me on the internet running my mouth on Twitter at Girlic Energy. Um, I'd be in the Twitch chat at Girl Redacted Energy. I'm hosting on MTG Lexicon on uh, Twitch playing Magic the Gathering on Sundays or Saturdays, right? Saturdays would play Magic with MTG Lexicon. <clears throat> That's my boys. Um, the other things that I'm up to, I got a podcast called Drown Secrets.fm. That's on the MTG Lexicon YouTube as well as the VODs for all of our streams and the Dungeons and Dragons plays that they're doing. So go check all of that out. Um, if you want to contribute to my podcast, DrownSecrets.fm, you can use the hashtag on Twitter, DrownSecrets.fm. Tell me about a way that you've absolutely fucking beefed it in a game of Commander. We read some of those out on air with like smooth jazz radio DJ energy and beats that I've produced in the background. That's a good time for everyone. Really like to celebrate those huge L's that we all take because we all take them. <laughs> We, yeah all right thank you so much for being on this was yeah this was great. absolutely lit thank you so much for having me it's been a wonderful of course. experience absolutely i am gonna go pass out because it's like 11 30 at night oh yeah time for you to go to bed so that you can uh rest up and not let it slip tomorrow that you're maybe good at magic the gathering anyway yes i will i will be heading out have a good one, Quinn. For sure. Thank you so much for having me again. It's been lit. Absolutely.